Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Uh, give me a sack. Sack! Yes. <laughs> How about those freaking pirates? It's a me, a man, a Garcia. Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are famous, y'all are celebrity-type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Clip Rock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And we'd love for you to be a part of the show on YouTube and Facebook Live. Chat gang, rise up. As you can hear, I'm still uh, a little under the weather feeling better than i did a day ago so that's good uh, but could still use your assistance uh, on this three-hour tour on today's edition of pirate radio live so come on in give us a like subscribe and uh, chime in with what is on your mind here on a tuesday we got a lot of guests to get to on today's show the mully man will join us coming up at four o'clock to talk some postseason baseball some football and more we've got uh, more football talk in hour two with Rich Phillips. He's the play-by-play voice of the SMU Mustangs. He'll get us ready for Thursday night's opponent, East Carolina and SMU, 7.30 under the lights on ESPN. Our pregame coverage begins Thursday, 3.30 on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. So we will talk some SMU football coming up hour number two, hour three. Former Pirate tight end Bryce Williams will join us, as will Justin Bear from ECU Marketing to tell you what you need to know if you are heading to the game coming up on Thursday night. So Justin Bear, Bryce Williams coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. We've got Shirley Rhodes here. We've got the Chon Man, Chandler Honeycutt. And Coach Mack is back. He joins us here coming up uh, or right now on a Tuesday. I'm doing great, Coach. Thanks for you asking. You are. <laughs> How are you, sir? I, I'm better than you are right now, physically anyway. You are. Tyler says you sound worse. I think I sound worse, but feel better, if that makes any sense. Um, but we are going to get it done feel, here. Feel good, look bad. Look bad, feel good. There's yeah. a joke in there somewhere. There is. I don't know if I've ever looked good. <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout-out, too, to, uh, to Luke, who is uh, also – not feeling great right now but uh, a shout out to blue uh to luke hope he's doing all right here on this tuesday and hope y'all are feeling fine josh thomas is feeling fine he says clipper how about them braves first ever eight five three double play in mlb postseason and coach mac we're going to get to college football and things that are on your uh to-do list but got to start with the braves from last night they're down four nothing they're getting no hit and I felt like if they could just scratch across one, they would win that game because they're so good. They've come back from deficits all year long. They put up runs in bunches. And they got a walk from Acuna, a single from Ozzie Albies into right field that scored Acuna because he went from first to third. Uh, ball comes in, Trey Turner bobbles it, and Acuna scores. I know Ronald Acuna was 
blamed for a lack of hustle. I want to say it was his first playoff game years ago when he hit one, stared at it, and it went off the wall, and he got like a single because he looked at it out of the box. This time he was hustling, scored a run, and that ended up being a huge run uh, because Travis Darno hit a two-run homer, and then Jeff Hoffman, the former Pirate, came in. And, Shirley, do you have uh, the cuts from last night? Hoffman came in. Stick with the fastball, Jeff. Don't throw him a slider, Jeff. He threw Austin Riley a slider. 3-2 pitch. And he hits a high fly ball, deep left field, back to the wall, and it's gone! Austin Riley hitting him where it hurts, and the Braves take the lead in the eighth. The Braves have erupted. They've taken the lead, and this place is an insane asylum. Jeff Hoffman got the win on Saturday for the Phillies, and he's going to end up getting the loss in game two. Baseball radio play-by-play can be some of the most boring broadcasting ever, but it could also be some of the most exciting. Ben Ingram on the call there. And then, if that wasn't exciting enough, you've got Bryce Harper on first, Castellanos up for the Phillies, crushes one into right center, and Michael Harris makes the play to end it. 2-2. In the air, out towards right center field. Harris going to go back. Harris back to the warning track. He leaps. Michael's got it! He's got it! They fired it in, and it rolls across the infield. Taken by Riley. He throws to the back. They double him off. Ball game over. Braves win. I've never seen a play like that. Braves even up the series. It was back to the wall. Harris went to the wall. Harper took off. He made a leaping catch of the wall. Fired it in. It rolled past Hobbies. Backing up the play was Riley. He secured it through to the bag. Doubled off Harper and the Braves even up the series. Craziest double play you're ever going to see. What a catch by Michael Harris. Coach uh, and Charlie, you remember the the Major League movie series? Uh, Just Major League, the first one was one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, I think it was the second one. Remember when Lou Brown is in the hospital mm-hmm. and he's got to watch the games? Yeah. Or he's actually listening to it because he's watching some British uh, TV show yeah. in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> but he's listening to it and he's he's standing on his bed, pumping his fist. Yep. He's like, I love this bleep. <laughs> that was me last night. <laughs> I just imagine you getting up on your bed and doing that same thing. I was like sweating and cold all at the same time <laughs> and just like losing my mind. So uh, Braves win game two, game three coming up at Citizens Bank Park Wednesday at five o'clock, I believe. And... Uh, so, yeah, that's where we are in that series. How about the Diamondbacks up two games to nothing on the Mighty Mighty Dodgers? D-backs putting up a ton of runs off uh, L.A. starters. And last night, they get a 4-2 to two win as they once again uh, get to the Dodgers early. So the Diamondbacks up 2 nothing Coming up tonight, uh, you've got the Orioles trying to keep it alive against the Rangers. Rangers up 2 nothing, and in about an hour, it'll be the Astros and the Twins, Game 3 in Minnesota, and it'll be, uh, what, Target Field? That'll be rocking uh, when the Astros play the Twins. There's your baseball update, Coach Mike. 
That was good. You need to get. I'm sitting here thinking, as as you know, you all have some games on occasionally, and uh, now this time of year where there's some afternoon games, you need Mullis needs to do like the Manning cast. Well, we do live with you all. We do uh, watch parties from time to time, and we really enjoy those. And we'd love to have you for a, a basketball game this year. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. All right. Yes. We're already we're already locked in for ECU in Florida. You can question me right to my face rather than you know later. On. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead and put it on your calendar, December fourteenth, seven thirty, I believe, on the SEC network. He'll probably Florida. be calling a game. I am calling a game. Actually, I'm calling a Virginia men's basketball game that night. I think, Mister Big Time over here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about Big Time, but uh, I don't know why we you have this adversarial view at our relationship coach Mike. november 14th i have north carolina a and t at uva men yeah is that our serial relationship no, with you with with who with me oh no 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 this is you just hammering what whatever we did at ecu which we we already know history will tell us it wasn't good enough but but you seem to be uh you know pounding on that when's the last time i brought up you coaching ecu basketball what's that yeah, exactly. What's the date, Shanley? December 14th. December 14th is our date. Yeah, I just told you, December 14th. You said November. Uh, you said November. Oh, maybe I just... Double maybe check. Just, maybe it is November. We would love to have you. Uh. And if we can't do that day, we'll do another day. Because we like your insight. But more than that, Coach, I like your sense of humor. <laughs> and I like joshing around with you. Uh, I like it. Jamie's got a good point. He said Molly can tell, can only take so much before he'll melt down with these guys. That is true. And Coach Mack will probably be the same. But we'll get free food for you, Coach. December 14th might be a possibility. Hey, here We've we got go. a game on the 10th and the 16th, so yeah, that's a possibility. Oh. Our football watch parties this year have basically been like the Manning cast because there's a lot of analysis going on between Marcus Crandall and Jason Nichols. They've been really good. You have, you have guests like they do, you know, different guests popping in. We uh, Those are two pretty big celebrities right there. Oh, yeah. I love the, uh, the Manning cast. I'm a big fan of it. It was on last night. Which I didn't watch last night, but I am a big fan of it um tyler's wondering what happened with austin's kid we had a listener in the delivery room yesterday coach and we uh austin do we have an update can you give us an update on that uh hope uh hope that went well um and what name do we come up with was it chip chipley chipley hello chipley it was chipley we combined all our names (laughs) it's a beautiful it's either a beautiful girl name coach or just a pompous boy name chipley 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 you going to the hamptons with chipley it this does weekend sound, it does sound british i think it's really had the right right accent hello chipley uh pike says he liked the stream he's late to the show he was stuck in the drive-thru good reference. Oh, of course boy. good reference by pike there all right uh coach mac let's look back at the week that was in college football we had a off day here at the pirate radio studios so i really enjoyed going to target and belk and all kinds of other places <laughs> watching uh texas oklahoma while the girls were looking at stuff that's how i spent my some of my college football how Saturday. about texas oklahoma does that game always seem just crazy as hell yes tough to predict crazy as hell um the better team won no the better team won the better team saturday won they were mu- the much better team Saturday won. 
Texas scored on a block punt. They had a fake punt. They had the, the fourth down play. It wasn't a trick play or anything, but it was like fourth and one, tight end leaked out. Oklahoma was able to run the ball. They were the much more physical team. I felt like they deserved to win the game. And I had Texas. They did. They they absolutely did all that. And there was no way I don't think you could have predicted that based on just who they had played. They had dominated. And they, uh, you know, we talked about statistically how good they were. But uh, I don't think anybody in their right mind could have said, you know, they could say anything can happen. This is a rivalry game. But nobody, I don't think, would have said Oklahoma is the better team. And they certainly were on Saturday. They look like it uh, from a physical standpoint. They were able to run the football. Now, what, ha- what happened? If they they both get they're only two teams in that league this year apparently, so what happens if they get back to the championship game? Texas wins. Mm. Do, do, is there any way they both can go to the playoffs? I guess there would be if chaos ensued. So at that point, else. they're both we're saying they're twelve and one. Yeah, who get who gets to go if they only get one? What does Oklahoma rank this week? I don't know. They moved up five spots. Uh, I've got it right here. Seven and one and five and five. Oh, wow. Seven in the coaches poll, but five in the. That's the anti Venables uh, slight right there. Why don't don't they like him? Oh, I don't know. His sideline annex, I'm sure, uh, are not popular among folks that have already just chosen to dislike him. But uh, he has certainly turned that thing around in a hurry. Um, and, of course, that's making everybody in Oklahoma. Hold on, Chandler. I'm going to be very delicate here. Okay. Very delicate. Because I've praised you all season long, and I'm going to praise you right now. You were high on Penn State, high on Washington, high on Louisville, who is undefeated and beat Notre How Dame. that? Uh, one blemish coach just yeah. one on your college football prognostications you were not high on oklahoma no i wasn't yeah no no you're right okay. i wasn't all right just wanted to put that out there yeah the anti-venables <laughs> the, chandler what do you got the former ucf quarterback dylan gabriel he did it through oh, the man. air 285 yards through the air and a touchdown but he also did it on the ground killed him on the 113 ground. yards for their quarterback dylan gabriel he also had a touchdown on the ground as well that last drive i believe had some big runs did he play his way into heisman contention absolutely but how far into heisman contention because everybody is a candidate right. chandler's a candidate at this point <laughs> Has a long snapper ever been invited to New York? That answer is no. That's a slight. That's a dead gum slight. That's uh, a slight. It's big time. That's, uh, oh, yeah. Nothing happens without you. <laughs> that exactly. is true. That is true, coach. Can't even play the game. Uh, Heisman Trophy odds. Let's see where we are right now. I'm still with you, coach. Let's give Brock Bowers the award. So, give it to a tight end. I love it. Yeah. I mean, according to the polls, he's the best player on the best team. Wow, you know who the favorite is? Kind of neck and neck with Caleb Williams? Penix. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's been unbelievable. But I'll tell you what now. <laughs> you know, and, I, and we can talk all about Southern Cal's defense or lack thereof, and we can talk all about that. But Caleb Williams is like Superman. He's like watching Kobe play basketball or Michael play basketball. He can just take over the game. He didn't have he didn't have great stats the other day. He had a, he had a touch one touchdown pass, two touchdowns rushing, but he made he made them win the game. He, he's so much fun to watch. Yeah, 
and, and you know there's going to be an anti you know southern cow bias i'm sure and uh an anti lincoln rally especially from the oklahoma folks but uh you can't argue that that uh he is so exciting probably probably the other guy dylan gabriel did a good job the, the other guy that keeps hanging around but you can't give it to a two loss guy is Jaden daniels at lsu he is playing the best of any quarterback uh, you know all all kudos to Penix and all kudos to everybody else that's playing so well but he is playing unbelievable brandon walker is a college football guy at barstool and uh he said that no matter how bad of a job that the the head coach does or, or what's going on or recruiting lsu should never have a defense as bad as they are agree and i i got to thinking about it like they have been good defensively my entire life i feel like sometimes they've struggled to score but they've always been good on defense yeah they, they had a great game it wasn't the national championship game but they had a great game with alabama that was six to three or right something. yeah it was, yeah. was an incredible game <laughs> but they they don't stop anybody yeah it is uh it's crazy to see uh boy a usc and i, I like this i like to see a team win and drop in the polls because it doesn't look as pretty and usc is uh is that team right now they're dropping okay but they did that but what happened when georgia was awful and they didn't drop in the polls that's true i mean you know what is this i guess because well who would you put ahead of them if you say michigan michigan hadn't beat anybody no michigan hadn't beaten anybody and uh georgia just beat their first ranked team i guess just put florida state there maybe I mean, you can put Oklahoma there right now. Florida State got a couple good wins. Uh, Ohio State doesn't look like it. No, uh, Oklahoma, <laughs> they've got. I guess they've got the best win in the country now. Yeah. Um, before that, it might have been. And Texas. Washington has been the most dominant, even more dominant than Michigan. But they really haven't beaten anybody either. The best performance I've seen was Oregon, but it was against Colorado. But uh, a total domination on both sides of the football—that was the most impressive. And of course, Texas was Texas. You could have had an argument for Texas before this week, obviously. Uh, real quick, chat gang. Uh, Jamie says Chandler's shirt is hypnotizing me. Is that intentional? Michael Winstead says, uh, did, Chandler sh- did Chandler have on a zebra print shirt? <laughs> it does look weird. Uh, Tyler says, Chan oozing that riz today. I don't know what those words mean. Uh, he says, uh, you like a magic eye book. <laughs> You're like hypnotizing people to watch Pirate Radio Live. Cool shirt, Chandler. Tune in every weekday from 3 to 6. Coach, I have a take. I'm sick of the Big Ten, and here's why. Okay, there's never any good games in the Big Ten. I'm going to have a hard time arguing with you, but uh, but we've got some coming up. We finally have one next week. I think it's Ohio State, Penn State, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. We've got we've got three colossal ones. Let me ask you this: Speaking of big games, is any game this season so far bigger than Oregon and Washington this week? I mean, Texas-Oklahoma was the same scenario. It, it, but it wasn't, though, just because Oklahoma wasn't in the top ten. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> My wife has texted in, the shirt is weird, Chandler. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Miss McCarthy. Alabama-Texas. <laughs> Alabama-Texas earlier. Alabama, Texas. But that was early. Yeah. Now we're in the meat of it. Yeah. So, no, to your point, this is the game. And speaking of those Heisman odds, 
you have Penix 1A, 1B with Williams. And then third on that Bo list Nicks. is Bo Nix. Bo Nix, So yeah. a huge Heisman game coming up. Yeah, it really is. And uh, and so many games. And, you know, we've I, I was listening to a show today. They were The discussion was, who's the third best team in the SEC? All right. Um, Georgia. Who's the second best? Alabama, Alabama I guess. Yeah. Uh, third best. Ole Miss. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's the point. You don't know. Who is the second best in the ACC? It's not Miami after they didn't take a knee. <laughs> is it North Carolina? Is it North Carolina? Is it Louisville? I really want to take Miami. Is it still Clemson? Could it be Duke? Yeah, yeah. That's a great question. Who's Who's the fourth best team in the Big Ten? Nobody. Nobody. None of them. It, Maryland. 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 Maryland, Maryland maybe the Terps. maybe and uh sick of the Big 10. And the Big 12, who's the third best team? Cuz we know Oklahoma and Texas are one and two. Kansas. Could be Kansas. I love Could be Kansas, Kansas State. Could, might be Kansas so. But here's the question, the Pac-12 they go 7 deep with really good teams. Yeah. I don't know. What is what what is Oregon State and Washington State if they're in one of those other leagues? Are they as good? They're awful good. I mean, yeah. we, we, I mean, I think they played really well. Now they may get beat down the stretch. But to your point, if you say who's the first, second, third best teams, you've got USC, Washington, Oregon. Yeah, and, and, you can and probably in back Utah, top of that order. Utah, but only with Cam that. Rising. True. Yeah. Yeah, and or you say and you say and UCLA, they 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 came back and their defense just dominated uh, the, the other day, and they go to Oregon State this week, which is a very under the radar big big game, and UCLA, you, you know what chip kelly does on offense he's very creative got got the the freshman who's really unbelievable but they're really playing defense like crazy the only problem they got this week is it's in corvallis and at night which is one of the tougher situations to play in all right uh we need to get a break in eric says stare at chandler for 30 seconds then look at the wall <laughs> joey said moo oh, like a cow shirt joey where are you at anyway? What? Are you, yeah. Adam said, "What did Chandler and Janet Jackson have in common? They both have had wardrobe malfunctions on TV." <laughs> <laughs> at least mine didn't come off. I didn't know your shirt would be a uh, topic today, uh, but a good topic it is. All right, we will have our top ten and top twenty-five picks uh, when we return. I've jotted down three non-top twenty-five games that. Uh, I'm interested in, for whatever reason, Coach, that I will bring up with you. Um, more on Louisville, who you really like. You know, it seems like rivalry week, those end-of-the-season the games, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Florida, Florida State. I guess Clemson, South Carolina did end up meaning something last year when South Carolina beat them. But a lot of times those games don't have a lot of meaning in the national landscape. It could come down to Louisville, Kentucky, that final game, that rivalry Good. game. So uh, I'll talk more about the Cardinals, who you were high on heading into the year. More to go on Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. And the largest selection of masks, decor, and more for adults and kids is at Halloween Express right next to Target. What are you going to be? Get to Greenville's premier Halloween superstore, Halloween Express, and get shopping today. They are celebrating 25 years in business as Greenville's local Halloween superstore. And uh, they are open seven days a week. We are just about, what, two and a half weeks away from Halloween. So am I got, have I got that right? Two and a half weeks? Roughly? Uh, actually, three weeks three, three on weeks. the dot. Okay, so three weeks. So if you haven't picked out your Halloween costume, you might want to do that. I'm actually going to get mine this weekend. And surely it's actually Greenville's premier Halloween superstore. Super I'm sorry. Halloween I did not Express. correctly pronounce Superstore. Coach Mac. Well, I'll ask you later. I gotta ask you your all time best Halloween costume. <laughs> but we'll save that for a few weeks. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh games off the radar I'm interested in this weekend. How about one in the American coach, Tulane at Memphis? Yeah. A little early. It's it's kinda early, but um winner of that will go a long ways to making the aac championship yeah and it's hard to go against tulane but um memphis is playing pretty well i I, you know i still look still looks like tulane to come out of here now that my prediction fell apart Mm, well not yet big one thursday night for ecu smu is they're not coming in just playing great now all right i'll take that excuse me do you, you know, know? You, sometimes you look at your own team you do this as a coach too and you look at all the problems you got or you're a fan you look at all the problems you get sometimes you forget other teams have problems too i know i feel like our problems outweigh other teams problems at this point <laughs> well uh, sometimes that's a correct assumption do you know why i have iowa state at cincinnati on my to watch list yes no, I don't, but uh, here's my guess. This is a chance for one of the newcomers <laughs> to finally beat one of the original teams in the Big 12. There it is. You called it. Uh, I think uh, this could be the week that a Cincinnati, UCF, or Houston gets a win. I don't know what the other teams do. Uh, UCF has somebody good. Oklahoma, I believe. Yeah, that's not going to go well. So... Um, let me make sure I got that right. Um, uh, Houston has West Virginia and UCF. Well, I don't see Oklahoma. Maybe that's next week. Uh, I think UCF must be off. Yeah, okay. So uh, Cincinnati could knock off Iowa State. I like the chances, yeah. I like that. Man, I was really hoping Marshall would go to Carter Finley and get a I win. I thought they would. They hung around there, uh, but State ended up uh, winning and kind of pulling away at the end marshall at georgia state these are two i think four and one teams uh going into the games that's a pretty big game 
uh, for their league this weekend. Just a few games off the top 25 radar. On the, on the side of the old Turner Field. That's right. Uh, Georgia State. All right. Uh, so, Coach, we were talking about – oh, Louisville. I wanted to – so, like, what are the the chances of some of these teams that are outside of the the top ten right now? What's Louisville ranked? They're fourteenth. Wow. No respect. No respect. And one reason you liked them going into the year was the schedule, right? So they got at Pitt, win. Duke at home, win. What's uh, Riley Leonard's deal? You think questionable? Uh, versus your Hokies, win. Versus the Cavs. Oh, big win. At Miami. That's the one that decides it. That decides it. I think the next week, I mean, versus Kentucky is going to be a monumental game. Oh, yeah, but I was talking about for the ACC, for the ACC. situation. Yeah, they, 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 I think they could play in the uh, in the ACC championship game. They could totally control their, their – uh, although I don't know about the, them controlling their own destiny because if they, Carolina, and Florida State are all undefeated hmm. – uh, I don't know the tiebreaker, to be honest. Which is that a possibility? Does North Carolina not play Florida State either? No. Wow. Okay, so you could have the three-way. Yeah, they don't play each other. The top three teams don't play each other. That is a shame. Yeah, it's. A, it's I mean, it's a byproduct of the stupid expansion where you have too many teams in leagues. Yeah. Stupid expansion. I like the way you put that. <laughs> Pretty succinct, right? Um, Jerry says, I'm tardy for the start of the show. Dozed off and went to sleep. What are we doing, Jerry? I know yesterday was your birthday, but you don't just get to sleep through Pirate Radio Live. A little disappointed in you, Jer. Jer Bear. Joey is on the way back to Greenville. Oh, it was fall break. We don't get one of those here in the real world, Joey. Who's, who's got class during our show? Well, nobody today. Was that? I know that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, what a smart! I, no, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Well, it's okay. I mean, you feel bad. It's okay. You can be like that. I didn't mean to be a smart boy. I, I, I didn't understand the question. Who is I guess. the student who usually calls Joey. from that's class? Joey. Okay, that's, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Okay. Today he's on the way back to Greenville. Didn't have class. Didn't come to work. Hung out with his family. I guess. Family. He was there with his family. Uh, Brandon said, staring one and five in the face. If we don't win Thursday night. Every game is now a must-win. Brandon, we already started must-wins for ECU. Must-win against Marshall. Must-win against Rice. We too. We lost all those games. I'm done with the must-wins. Uh, Tyler says, "No, not even double-digit likes. What are we doing? Disgusting. We are at double-digit likes, but we need to get that, uh, that uh, way more. Uh, let's see. What is the chances there is a... There is four new teams in the college football playoff. All right, who was in it a year ago? Michigan. Okay. TCU. Okay, TCU out. Um, Georgia. Georgia. And Ohio, Ohio State. State. Yeah. Well, uh, we need Penn State to knock off Ohio State. That's possible. And we need Penn State. Do they play Michigan? Yes, they do. Okay. All right. So Penn State wins those games knocks out the big 10 so we get penn state in alabama beats georgia we need do we need georgia is that a that's in the championship yeah they'll probably stick georgia in can georgia lose another can they lose a regular season game no they don't play anybody at tennessee is their only chance at tennessee yeah 
Georgia was kind of they have the easiest schedule in america they were screwing around and then they saw the line was 14 and a half against kentucky and that's the first time they, their they've turned it on that's the first time they flexed this year how about georgia at florida no have you seen florida come how about on, old miss at georgia come on man old miss old miss georgia. is a possibility the kiffin the kiffin factor but all right that could that could be tennessee's alabama game from last year when georgia goes to town you going with it We'll see when we get there. <laughs> All right, so Penn State it put you on the map last year. <laughs> yeah, I know. Penn State knocks out Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah, uh, we're going to put Florida State in this year. Yeah. Okay, they're in. Well, it doesn't matter who comes from the ACC. They're currently at what? Four? Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be they'll be in. Ole Miss lose beats Georgia and Georgia loses to Bama. Are we putting Bama in at that point? Yeah. Okay, and then who's our other team? Uh, Pac-12. Just Pac-12 designate. Pac-12. And All right. There you go. Yes. Four new teams. Washington. Then totally. Now, is this season a greater, a better season because we do have so many teams that could win? Yes. Because you have, in the ACC, if they run the table, Florida State would get in, UNC would get in, Louisville would get in. Any of those run the table, they all get in. Okay, so you got three possibilities. You got Georgia and Alabama in the SEC, which is, you know, same old, same old. But <coughs> the Big Ten, you got the Big Three. The Big 12, you got Oklahoma or Texas. They haven't been in in a couple years. And the Pac 12, like we said, you got any one of seven teams might make it. Realistically, three. What if Penn State does what well, Penn State would get in if they do what they do? Yes. Florida State would get in. Pack twelve. So, what if Oklahoma runs the table? Would they knock out one loss Alabama in our scenario we just did? Undefeated. Yeah. Yes. So no SEC. Wouldn't that be great for college football? <laughs> People would love that. I would party so hard, <laughs> which which means I'd stay up till about eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Max raging tonight. He's still awake. It's ten forty five. Uh, all right. I love, hey, look. Usually I don't like running these scenarios, but with Mac here and we're talking more college football this year, I'm enjoying these uh, these chats. Oh, Brandon saying teams that never made it. All right, back to the drawing board we go. <laughs> <laughs> has Florida State been in a playoff? Yeah, with yes. Jameis. Uh, has Penn State? I'm gonna say not no. in the playoff. No. Uh, you can get one of those packed. Now Washington has been. Oregon has been. So well, they they've either been in the playoff or they've been in uh, the BCS. Yeah. Brandon, I don't think we're going to have all new teams. I don't think I can find a scenario for that to happen. Really? We just talked about it. No, he's saying teams that have never been in. Oh, a that playoff. have never been in. That's what he meant. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, never been in. We just went from last year. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Jamie says Coach Mack would eat pizza after eight p.m. if the SEC does bad. Ooh, I don't now know. that's getting crazy. Yeah, that is. That is. I did stay up late after that. I can't. Little indigestion. I can't do that anymore. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh y'all want to do our top 10 top 25 teams to lose this week let's do it i tried to get mine before the show but i i don't know if i want to be rambunctious or if i want to just pick up a couple wins here there aren't great choices i don't think all right i'm so, going with the obvious when it comes to top 10 and let's see that obvious would be the Heisman battle the loser of oregon washington um one top 10 i thought of maybe taking notre dame to beat usc 
and was there another option no i guess that was it um so who are you taking to win oregon washington chandler uh i'm going to take bo Nix and the oregon ducks to knock off the home team here um uh, washington a three-point favorite and the total in that game is 67 all right i'm gonna go who did you take i'm sorry oregon oregon to beat washington uh, my thing with Bo Nix, and this was when he was at Auburn, I always took him when he was at home and went the other way when he was on the road. I don't know if that trend continues now that he's been with the Ducks, but I'm going to take the – man, Oregon, when I did see them, they looked awesome against Colorado. I think that's the only time I've watched them play. I'm going to take – I want the Huskies to win. So, give me Washington to beat Oregon. Coach Mack? Uh, I'm taking Oregon to lose. Um, they they lost to them at home last year. Oregon lost at home last year. Washington's at home this time. Um, I, I, they've just been the most complete team. And I, I, like I said, Oregon played the best I've seen this year. But uh, Bo Nix. Bo Nix on the road. It continues. All right. I like it. Chandler, you picked a great spot last week. By the way, have we said it on air? You went 2-0 and last week. Uh, Texas losing to Oklahoma. Good job. And great pick. Fresno State losing on the road at Wyoming. That was just a great spot pick. And I feel like you are really growing up in front of my eyes, Chandler. You're becoming a mature college, college football. football picker. Yes, sir. Right up to the point he put that shirt on <laughs> and, and blew up the internet. <laughs> Is it? Oh yeah! Remember the dress? Oh my God! Is it blue or gray or whatever it was? That was crazy. Um, I'm gonna just talk this through here. I don't want to pick this game because I like this team. It's my favorite Big Twelve team. Oh no! But there's a chance Kansas loses, and it feels like one of those spots. Is that where you're going? That's. I was gonna say, he's a man. He once was forty. I think Oklahoma. They're coming off a. Uh, a pretty good win against Kansas State at home last week. Great I think they, win. I think they ride that momentum into this week when they host uh, Kansas. So I'm going with uh, Oklahoma State. Man, I don't want to pick against them. What I want to do is put the boys on the table, Chandler, and say Miami coming off the most embarrassing wow. loss in college football history. Uh huh. It could happen. I, you had a player. I would on, like that pick. A player on the sideline crying. Saying, what the F are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? They go to Chapel Hill and beat North Carolina. So I'm either going to take a team that just had a disgusting loss or <laughs> I'm going to pick against my Kansas Jayhawks. I do like that Oklahoma State's coming off a big win rather than coming off a loss. So they've already had their big win. So I think Kansas can win this game. Uh, give me Miami against North Carolina. I like that. I give like me, that. Give me, give me the U. All right, Coach Mack, top 25 team to lose. Uh, it's got to be Notre Dame. Uh, I know they're at home uh, and all that, and they are uh, actually favored in the game. Mm. But I don't think they can score enough points to beat Southern Cal. Even if Southern Cal can't stop them. I'm never going to feel bad for Notre Dame, but they have been on a pretty decent gauntlet here. They had the primetime game where they lost at the one-yard line to Ohio State. They had the primetime game where they had to come back to beat Duke. And 
it just felt like it kind of caught up with them. Another primetime game at Louisville, and they lost. And here they are again, another primetime game, this time against USC. That's a heck of a goal. Three is crazy, isn't it? Is that surprising, Notre Dame three? I don't know. I was USC surprised. about lost that. You're asking that. You had Arizona money line last I week, did. money line boy. I did. Are we sure? Are, 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 here's the segment. Are we surprised? <laughs> are we surprised? <laughs> are we surprised by the Duke spread? Three and a half, just three and a half Duke at home against NC State. Yeah, because the quarterback. Quarterback's not. Riley Leonard. Yeah. That is true. He's not going to play, and I don't think he'll play next week either. But the injury is not as serious as they thought it was going to be, right? Well, it's not season-ending, but it's a high ankle sprain, which takes forever. Yeah. They look really bad uh, on TV. Chandler, another thing uh, off Saturday allowed me to do as I was out um, was listening to Gary Hahn on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Let's get out of Tony. (laughs) First rise and first down. I heard him go down to Tony. Uh, It was great to hear. Uh-huh. I didn't hear any touchdowns, but if I did, it would have sounded like touchdown state. Yeah, thank you. Chandler <laughs> Johnny does Evans. a great Gary Hunt. <laughs> uh, all right, so Coach Mack is taking USC to beat Notre Dame. I am. I am. The um, One of the things while we were talking about Louisville and Notre Dame, uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, Chandler, but Louisville, once in the history of Louisville, have they beaten a top 10 team in back to back seasons? And they did it this year, beating Wake Forest last year with Sam Hartman and Notre Dame this year with Sam, Sam Hartman. Hartman. Somebody said, if you see Sam Hartman bet on the Kentucky Derby, <laughs> do not bet on that horse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Louisville likes when Sam Hartman comes around. So uh, there you go, our top 10 and top 25 picks for the week. Let's take a break when we return. More to go with Coach Mack. We got the Mully Man joining us in hour number two and Rich Phillips, play-by-play voice of the SMU Mustangs. It's all ahead on Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, I was just curious. I was looking ahead to Feast Week, Tuesday, November 21st. I guess bad news is Coach Mack will be calling a game and won't be here that day. Is that true? No, I call a game on Monday. I'll be here on Tuesday. Sweet. Um, 
that day at six o'clock east carolina plays kennesaw state in the pirate classic uh but that day you've got gulf coast showcase cayman islands classic sunshine slam fort myers tip off cancun challenge all that stuff coming up between the hours of like 11 a.m and 2 p.m so there's just going to be basketball on all day not to mention the maui invitational and uh, and all that so i love feast week very very fun time we should go cover something in person well the pirate classic will be right down the road <laughs> you mean something more tropical perhaps Coach? i was thinking a little more yeah cancun or uh cayman islands or one of those very best which cancun. one would you go to which one would you go to i love oh, uh, shirley chandler which tournament would you want to go to my favorite tournament to watch and, and i'll attend it as well battle, is, for, uh, battle for atlantis yeah okay which is where bahamas yeah i'll take that one i used to love the old spice (laughs) down in orlando (laughs) the old spice challenge um i just remember nc state won that one i know that's what i was and they played rider i remember somebody somebody photoshopped a fake old spice banner into uh the arena and it was funny where do you want to go shirley any place that's warm Oh, all these places are warm. The only one you wouldn't want to go to okay, is the so give me a, Alaskan give me a, shootout. Which I, I've done that, which the was great a mistake. Alaskan shootout. Okay, so what are our, my choices? We've got Maui. So the Maui, the Battle for Atlantis. Cayman. Cayman, Cancun. Disney. I, I guess I will go with the Port- Battle for Atlantis. Because right. that's in the Bahamas, right? Yeah. There's what not one in Jamaica. Coach? I don't know if there is one. There's one in Saint. Uh, there's one in Saint Thomas. There's one in Puerto Rico. Uh, ah, give me Saint Thomas. Saint Thomas. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the. Uh, oh gosh, what is that one called? Uh, gosh, we even played in it for here at, at East Carolina. We played in uh, the one in Saint Thomas. You stay at the Marriott Frenchman's Reef, which is unbelievable. Did y'all play in a ballroom or a real gym? No, we played in a real gym. Good. Yeah, never coached in a ballroom. I've uh, done some walkthroughs in a ballroom in a hotel, but uh, but never played a game. Remember the one ECU had to play in a few years ago, Chandler? And in a like ballroom, a hurricane messed up the real the original court, and they had to play like in a ballroom. I remember them like posting the pictures of the, I guess the locker room, but it was like in an open space, and it was their jerseys just folded over a chair. Yeah. Um. Mark Stoops lost to Georgia and had these comments. Have you seen the video of this? I have. I love how he's doing his coaches show, I guess. He is like leaned back as far as you can get into a chair against the wall. I just love how casual he is on his coaches show. I I appreciate that. Uh, Here were uh, his comments after that loss earlier this week. You know, the, the other side, if you want to do that, it's plain complain, deny, or make excuses and we're not going to do that you know it is what it is and uh you know fans have that right i i give it to them it you know i just encourage them to donate more because that's what those teams are doing and and uh in uh i could promise you in georgia they, they bought some pretty good players you're allowed to these days and uh we could use some help that's what they look like you know what i mean when you have 85 of them so so uh i encourage uh anybody that's disgruntled to, to pony up some more all right uh they bought some good players which is legal to do now he says and i kind of have zero thoughts on this like it, it's not 
earth shattering that a coach would come out and say this because it is legal to pay the nil and to get good players in georgia was always getting good players in yeah I, and, and yeah and they were always paying them too but that's a, that's a whole other story but before but before i give you the response to coach stoops uh our, our good friend of the show ramey steins okay let me know it was the paradise jam in uh in st thomas which is which is a great tournament uh ramey's looking forward to feast week because he somehow always finds himself down in uh, the battle for atlantis or one of those he goes there he goes and he's in disney too he goes everywhere <laughs> he's america's guest the paradise jam okay i do remember he's that america's one. guest but uh coach stoops it, this is the most coach thing ever okay did you like the comment uh, it's fine it's, okay. it's, but here's what he did he said we won't make excuses then he made then an made excuse. excuse. Yeah. They bought the players, and we need to give more money so we can buy more players. Yeah, I, I, I think it was a nothing burger in today's college football. Oh yeah, world. It, it didn't even touch the radar. Yeah, because everybody's still talking about Cristobal not taking a knee, <laughs> as they very well should. <laughs> <coughs> you know, uh, nobody was talking about it on Saturday because it was a game that nobody could watch except me because. I know a few back channels, Coach. Uh, Deion Sanders in Colorado. They were on Pac-12 Network. Nobody knew they were even on, yeah. and they ended up winning. Uh, they beat and, Arizona State. Yeah, he was not happy. What was he upset about? He was tired of the mediocrity. Oh, okay. He went off. Hell, after losing, you should be happy to win a game. Uh, well, he wasn't happy. Um, a little uh, hack here, Coach. If you can't find a game, college football, search it on YouTube. And I don't know how it's legal or how these people are doing it, but people are live streaming college football games every Saturday. And I don't get the Pac-12 network, but I was able to watch that. I'm here for that. On my phone uh, late in the game because it was close. So yeah. Check that out on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, Shador Sanders with the big play at the end, right? Uh, yes, sir. I saw Mel Kuyper's, like big board, and he was like number five on it. Is he, is he looked at... I mean, are we still listening to Mel Kiper? Okay, fine. You're right, but I was just surprised to see uh, Williams, Bowers, May. There was one other name, and then Shadur Sanders. Can, can we talk next week about the ruination of game day? Oh, absolutely. Which I, I don't watch it a lot now because I'm doing my own game day kind of thing on Saturdays. But uh, sure. It's 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 a sh- it's a shell of what it used to be, all because of the lowest common denominator, Pat McAfee. Oh, you're not a McAfee guy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, he, he he did to game day what Howard Sprague did to Mayberry. Mm, that is a reference that I don't totally get. Howard, Sprague how about you guys? Came on the Andy Griffith show and just ruined it. Man, and you're still upset about I'm it. I'm still mad to at this it. Day. Uh, yeah, some people say it was the coloration, colorization of it. It was Howard Sprague ruined. Maybe for like maybe people that are my age, basically the scrappy do of uh, college football game days. Because if you were a big Scooby Doo fan, like I I was, they or the I shark. am. They jumped the shark the second they brought on Scrappy Doo. It ruined it forever for me. That's it. There you go. I had to look this up to make sure I was right, but uh, you don't like Howard Sprague. I don't like Ed Sprague. 
former Toronto Blue Jay in the early 90s. What did he do to you? Beat the Braves in the World Series. Oh, gosh. And ruined my life. <laughs> Damn you, Ed Sprague. Damn you, Howard well, Sprague. I know how Ed Sprague feels. Once you get a grudge, you don't you hold it. <laughs> yeah. Kent Herbeck <laughs> will never come off my list. All right, college game day will be a discussion next week with Mac McCarthy. Coach, thank you for, as always, bringing your A game. <laughs> don't even try it. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Enjoyed it. Uh, we will take a break when we return. Mully Man joins us on the Halloween Express Live Line, Greenville's premier Halloween superstore. The Halloween Express Live Line will be locked with the Mully Man when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Sidebar and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Have you heard? Greenville Auto World is under new ownership and is now part of the DriveHereNow.com network. DriveHereNow.com is run by local people who buy, service, detail, and sell everything directly to you. They are now the fifth dealership. Uh, Greenville Auto Road, rather, is now the fifth dealership to join DriveHereNow.com. Get car shopping today at DriveHereNow.com and choose a location near you. DriveHereNow.com, serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and a proud supporter of the Pirates. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live. We've got a... um very detailed Andy Griffith chat going on right now in the YouTube chat. Thanks to Coach Mac dropping a Sprague bomb on us. Uh, we will see if we can get Mike Mullis here in a moment. Big fan of the Andy Griffith show. I know. I thought you might chime in, but I mean, it it was the colorization for me. That's what killed it. I love the black and white. All right, fair enough. Good chime in. Mike Mullis joins us on the Halloween Express live line. Greenville's premier Halloween superstore right next to Target. What are you going to be? Get shopping at Halloween Express for your masks, decor, and more for adults and kids. Mully Man, how you doing today? Good, buddy. How you feeling? Um, I'm making it. I'm fighting through. I'm a fighter. No, you are. You, uh, you're playing hurt that's are you hurt or are you injured that's what you got to ask yourself i uh i'm i'm proud of you <laughs> thank you molly hey look making you proud is uh is one thing i want to do in this world um ryan said this is the second week in a row the andy griffith show has brought life to the chat <laughs> is that true <laughs> got a lot of you how you feel about andy griffith you a fan uh molly you know, I mean, I, my grandfather, uh, you know, that was, a, uh, I guess, a fond memory of watching a little Andy Griffith. I, I wouldn't describe myself as a fan. We actually played up in uh, Mount Airy or stayed in Mount Airy to play over at Surrey. And, you know, everything there is kind of the Mayberry thing. So, yeah, I, I, I guess 
a fan, maybe not, maybe a maybe a casual observer, maybe would be a very or uh, a better, more appropriate term for my Andy Griffith experience. Griffin, Griffith, yeah. Mully, we were talking about uh, the college basketball tournaments coming up next month, and Mac was uh, asking where we would like to visit, and uh, and Adam said the craziest place the college basketball game was played was on the USS Carl Vincent in 2011, USC UNC versus Michigan State, and uh, you just mentioned playing in Mount Airy. There is where's like the most unique place you've played a baseball game or coached a baseball game in your baseball life? Oh uh, man, uh, you know. Baseball is one of those deals where it will take you to some unique places that you would otherwise never uh, care to visit. I, I I think there's a college uh, in South Carolina, USC Sackahatchee. Uh, I, I, the only the only reference that I can give to it is the whole deal with the uh, the, the murder murder deal. You know the the the, yeah. the husband that yeah, it was on Sackahatchee Road. Hmm. Uh, but but I and I just heard him say that on one of the things on Netflix. But anyway, Sakachi was a very unique place. It was very much like stepping back in time. Uh, they had an old school head coach that would line dry the unis, so he'd wash them and hang them out on the laundry line. And he had this uh, tumbler that had big rubber erasers in it, and he would put the baseballs in there to clean them, so you would get a baseball. I'm talking about to start a game now. You'd get a baseball and you're having to get the, the, the rubber dust off of it. So it was a unique place. All right. There you go. Mike Mullis joining us. Mully, speaking of baseball, uh, the Braves were staring 0-2 in the face last night, being no hit, down 4 nothing, And then a, a hustle run by Ronald Acuna, a two-run homer uh, by Darno, and then the big shot from Austin Riley, and the game ends on a miraculous play by Michael Harris and Austin Riley, Johnny on the spot, backing up the play, uh, hitting Olsen for uh, one of the wildest plays you'll see to end a baseball game. Uh, boy, they, the Braves felt dead in the water, although uh, I felt like if they could scratch one across, they could win that game, just the way their offense works. And they were able to get that run by Acuna and kind of led to uh, to some more. But how about that wild one last night? No, and the first thing I thought of, knowing that I would speak with you today, was better catch, <clears throat> excuse me, question mark, Otis Nixon or the Harris catch last night? Um. Well, Otis had one in the regular season where he went above the wall, which I think was a much yeah, taller wall back then. But And I'm taking away, I, I mean, obviously the moment, yeah. I, I get that. But just pure Braves catch, and you know, that – and it, it is it is Otis Nixon uh, clip. I know you're a avid Braves fan, but you go to his hometown again. We went down to Evergreen, North Carolina, uh, work at a baseball camp, which is the home of at that time. I thought Otis Nixon, and I was fairly quickly corrected that that is Otis Nixon. But anyway, that was referred to as a catch. I don't know the Harris's now uh, won't be. You know, maybe that'll that'll kind of take the place of it. But that was. That's as good as you'll ever see. And the players are so good now, and and Michael Harris <coughs> is such a good defensive center fielder that he almost made it look easy, which takes away from the catch. I mean, you know what I'm saying? At all, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And the catch, the catch was a great catch to throw. Uh, you know, I mean, there was 
several good plays there. Yeah. Uh, again, awareness of the game. Uh, and, you know, but yeah, no, they, they do. They make the field feel smaller because they are bigger. They cover so much ground. And you're right. They, they make these, uh, they make these spectacular plays look fairly, you know, fairly routine. Uh, do you give any grief to Harper for uh, the, the running of the bases there, or did he have to get aggressive to try to get that run? So that was going to be the second part of my question. Initially was, okay, uh, better was it a better catch or worse base running? But as you kind of watched it, I mean, I, that's a, I mean, that's a tough read, and in that situation, that's a big run that he, you know, if that ball clanks off the wall, he's trying to score. I mean, I you know it's a great, it's obviously super aggressive base running. I think it's excusable that you know have you have a lead in the series, so it you know it even things up. So I mean, I, I think circumstantially, I understand the aggression, uh, but if you just took that in an isolated incident, it's probably you know probably not great base running. Mike Mullis joining us. Mully, uh, maybe a good thing for the Dodgers they're playing when a lot of people are asleep because uh, they are down 0-2 in their series, and Clayton Kershaw couldn't get out of the first inning on Saturday. Last night, the Diamondbacks able to put up multiple runs in the first inning. They got three runs last night in the first. That was enough to win last night's game. They went at 4-2. to two. So they are getting to these Dodgers starters. They're getting great pitching themselves. Zach Gallon last night, five and a third, uh, pitched well, gave up two earned. Uh, but the D-backs are, are looking like this year's Phillies, if it's not this year's Phillies, uh, to potentially make a run to the World Series. Yeah, all of a sudden it's the pesky Diamondbacks, like I, kind of out of nowhere. And you know, Clayton Kershaw kind of returned to uh, former Clayton oh, yeah. fashion, where you know he just couldn't pitch in the postseason. But yeah, that's a weird one, man. It doesn't. I mean, it just look at that thing going in. You're like, all right, this is you know, this could be, this should be an easy dog, uh, as far as the series goes for the Dodgers, but. Yeah, again, those pesky Diamondbacks, and and the Diamondbacks are kind of that team where it, it's kind of difficult to name any guys that play for them. You know, yep. it's not a uh, it's not a big time club, and but you know they 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 don't strike out as much as a lot of teams. Uh, they're a little more efficient offensively, uh, and you know, and if you go back to the Astros model and, and the success they've had, that's kind of how they're built. Yeah, we see the rest of the game. A lot of home runs, a lot of strikeouts, but it's kind of interesting that the teams that hang around deep in the postseason seem to not give away those free outs. So, yeah, they, they they've had their uh, they've had their way with the starting pitching, and I mean, it, you almost feel like the, the, you know the other shoe's going to drop. But I I mean I don't know. This is this will be one to uh, to pay attention to. And the Diamondbacks tough to pick out of a lineup. Uh, you can say the same about their manager. Uh, Tori Lufello, who I didn't know until Friday when Brian North told me uh, was the manager for the Kinston Indians in the early 2000s. Mully, have you had any run-ins with the D-backs manager? No, I have not. I did know that, but yeah, that's uh, you know, it's it's funny how these guys get to these spots, man. It's you know, obviously you do a good job. Number one, uh, number two, build those relationships. GMs make moves, and you know, player personnel guys, and the next thing you know. Uh, you know, an opportunity comes about, and I mean, well, I mean, again, what a great job he's done. Yeah, I, obviously, there's not a whole lot else that can be said on that, but 
They're an interesting club that has only recently become interesting. Uh, Jamie says, is Clayton Kershaw the worst, best pitcher ever, especially playoffs? That's, that's tough worded there. Worst, best pitcher ever. Wasn't it Verlander for years? Verlander had the bug, and, and Kershaw has obviously historically had the bug. But, yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, it's kind of hard to disagree with that. And it, it's kind of funny. That's, that, those types of reputational, like, knocks, become far more damning than all the positive things you've done. I guess human nature is kind of that way, but you know that that'll be that'll be what's on his tombstone, right? When he, you know, when he's done, that'll be what hangs over his head is his success or I guess lack of success in the postseason. Yeah, they got the 2020 World Series, uh, but you would think they would have a lot more at this point. Mike Mullis joining us on the Halloween Express live line. Uh, Mully, uh, right now the Astros off early on Sonny Gray and the Twins, one nothing in the first inning, and runners at the corners with one out, and this series tied at one game apiece, and that is a high fly ball to left, and it is four to nothing in the first inning. Jose Abreu goes lift off. Wow, four nothing, Molly Astros flexing the muscle earlier. It is still weird to me when those two teams get together that they're playing in the AL playoffs. I mean, obviously the Twins not so much, but it just sounds weird. I, and it's been what are you looking for, Bagwell and Biggio and those guys for the Astros? It's just, yeah, it's just a weird feeling. Like it's a weird feeling deal, but yeah, look, I mean. I, I mean, can you argue with the Astros? I mean, I, I mean, those dudes know how to win in the postseason. Obviously, uh, you know, they, they, they that's they're the anti Clayton Kershaw, right? That's all they do is get to the postseason and then just find a way to. I don't want to say paper cuts you after they just hit a, you know, four run job. I guess it was, but or, how many how many runs was that home run clip? I'm sorry, I'm three not- run dinger to go up four nothing. Yeah. Okay. So they, they had three run jack and sitting here. Kind of describing them as a death by a thousand paper cuts, but you know it's um, those those cats just they just keep doing it whether people like them or don't like them, and I wonder how much of that has kind of run its course. I don't even it doesn't even really figure into my way of thinking anymore. But I think I, we're past that at this point, but I'm sure like Yankees fans might disagree. Well, and what a great move that you know you bring Dusty Baker in there to kind of right the ship, and yeah. was there anybody else that could have done it? And you know so. They're, they're, I mean, you got to feel like they're, you know, as, as likely to be there as anybody, you know, going into late October, early November. And Mully, uh, O's got to win one, right? A tremendous year, a uh, little ahead of schedule. I don't want to see them get swept out of this thing. We'll see what happens tonight. 8.03, they play the Rangers on Fox in game three. And, you know, you would feel like the Rangers were on the ropes, no Scherzer. Uh, that, you know, got, uh, I mean, kind of banged. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, Cliff. You look at it and you're, you're like, well, maybe, okay, they're young and they're trying to learn how to win. Well, they I mean, won a bunch of baseball games. You know, at, at one point, at what point do you, um, you know, does that excuse not play? But yeah, I mean, hopefully they'll pick one up or make this thing interesting, but. Uh, it's so funny. I guess as an O's fan, it's almost like, man, eh, it's okay. You know, we yeah. like I think kind of like you described last year. 
hey, if the Braves beat the Dodgers or whatever happens, happens. Our problem is, I think it's more like, hey, those made the playoffs, so hey, we're you know we're thrilled. Yeah, and it's kind of dangerous, but with that nucleus, you think you'll get back. But we've seen a lot of teams think that and not get back. But I do feel like the O's, uh, they're going to be even better moving forward than they were uh, this season, perhaps. But, man, uh, I would love to see them get a win tonight uh, in Game 3 of that series. Coming up on Wednesday, you've got Astros Twins at 2 Braves Phillies game three at five. If necessary, it'll be O's Rangers at seven and then 907 Dodgers and Diamondbacks with the D backs. Wow, a chance to end that series very early. Uh, Molly, give us an update on your uh, your love status. Do you love love? Do you like love? Man, I, I, you know, it's so funny. And I've like, I guess in my mind, I've, I was fired up about watching that game and I'm like, this should be a good game. And it was kind of a, you know, defensive, uh, not a great game to watch. And I'm like, man, I, 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 like, I was so high on this guy. Like, I have, I literally, I have been on the emotional roller coaster with love. <laughs> and it, it, you know, it has had tremendous peaks and tremendous valleys. And I read something today, you know, where uh, kind of the Garoppolo love, these guys need to figure it out right now, or, you know, it's going to be time to make some moves. And I'm going to tell you, I think, you know, there's going to be several teams, and we've talked about it before, but I think there's going to be several teams that are going to get a whole lot better at the quarterback position after this year's draft. So be interested to see, um, you know, to see what the Packers do and can they stick to the model of giving, uh, you know, a rookie three or four years to figure it out. Are we going to see love that much or, you know, does he – I mean, I don't know. He's just – I figured we'd just win every other game all year, and that you know you go okay. Well, you know it was probably more than I thought we'd do, but um, yeah, love and I are on the outs. Uh, Chandler, can I bring you in here? I'm gonna ask Molly and Chandler and the chat gang. Who, where does Justin Fields play next year? What team is he on? The Falcons. Oh, okay. I, man, I don't know. I. I, what what position does he play next year? I mean, I have obviously. Well, obviously, somebody's going to take him as a quarterback. And, I mean, I guess he I still mean, could I, be a bear, but as a backup to one of these rookies. But, like, they, they're they going to go a different direction, right? I, I mean, you got to think they will. And I, yeah. I don't know. You know, it's kind of interesting how much of it is him. And, how, I mean, it is – I don't know. The coaching comment, you know, that's something that will obviously not win you uh, favor – in the front office, um, so I, you know, I don't, man, I don't know, but that's a that's a good question. And moreover, I mean, if if uh, if if your team, whoever your, you know, who the kind of proverbial your team, if you pick him up, are you excited about that, or is it just awfully skeptical? I, I don't know, man. That 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 guy's. Um, if you, it, it kind of seems it, 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 he's it's a it's a weird deal with him. If you can play against Washington every week, you won't Justin Fields. Well, yeah, well, that, but that can be said for <laughs> a lot of quarterbacks. Situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Molly, can the Pirates put one together Thursday night? Pull off an upset, get back on track, beat SMU? I mean, sure they can. I mean, it's a tall order. And, I, you know, it's it's all the things that, um, you know, I, if anybody if anybody's probably in a position to sit back in his chair, go into a ball game and make the Stoops comment about NIL – 
would probably be Mike Houston going into you know to, to face SRS if you coming in to face the Pirates uh, with the money that's you know they look they they've been historically spending money uh, even when they weren't supposed to be spending money so uh, you know the, the money is there and and and, and, and you know look, man we're just we're just in that world where that's um that's going to be a you know have a huge bearing over what happens but do they have a chance sure you know the bye week was probably uh, you know, or, or may have been what was needed to kind of stop the bleeding a little bit, regroup, and you know, go out and see what happens. And maybe it's given, give it a little more time if Flynn's going to be the guy to to get more holistic time with the ones. And I, you know, I don't know. There's still, again, we say this about this team all the time. There's still so many questions, and and it, we're, we're kind of we're kind of running out of time to be asking questions. Uh, who is? We'll talk about this more. Uh, at a later date jim williams jim williams washington based ceo ljc media consulting seven-time emmy award-winning tv producer and director he said uh at this time the acc has vetted a number of potential future candidates here's a partial list tulane south florida memphis uab east carolina tulsa in order of interest for now who is this guy what is this vetting going on? Yeah, I I don't. That's interesting. I don't know I, that. Um, yeah, I kind of kind of speaks us on that one. That that kind of sounds like uh, maybe a little after hours talk or something like you know. <laughs> I, but you know what? I mean, would anything surprise you in the conference alignment game? as we're seeing it happen right now. I think ECU will get in the ACC, but it'll be once it's all disbanded, kind of like the Big East. Remember when ECU was uh, right. got to the Big East and the Big East wasn't even a thing anymore? Yep, yep, and that's that would be – that's kind of what it feels like uh, is, uh, is going to happen with ACC. Um, and, yeah, and, and that would be – that would be, you know, that would be Pirate Nation's luck is finally to get – you know, finally to break in and then – you know, much again, much like we it's happened. Big East now AAC, which is basically you know Conference USA 2.0. Jerry says SMU and their JR Ewing oil money. Who shot JR? Do we ever figure that out? I don't know. I was watching uh, Andy Griffith. <laughs> Who did it, Shirley? Who shot him? Who shot JR? Yeah, it was Sue Ellen. Dang it! I got an aunt named Sue Ellen. It wasn't her, was it? I don't think so. All right, good. Molly, uh, we're about out of time. Appreciate you joining us today, man. Yeah, buddy. I'll catch up with you. Hopefully see you uh, face-to-face before too long. All right. Bring a mask. Uh, I should be all right by then, though. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm I'm putting you on a 10-day quarantine. (laughs) See you, buddy. There he is. Mike Mullis joining us on the Halloween Express live line. Greenville's premier Halloween Superstore. Superstore. Halloween Express. Uh, Question for you. Um, This Aunt Sue Ellen of yours, is that the same one uh, of the story? No, that's a different whole nother. Sue Ellen and Ellen aren't the same name, son. I didn't know if you shortened it up to Ellen. That's right. I sunned you. <laughs> yeah, you did. You kind of hurt a little bit. I know. It's son. Real demeaning, isn't it? <laughs> son. Yeah. Listen up, son. Uh, Steve said it was Sue Ellen's sister, Kristen. Uh, 
That sounds familiar. He may be right. Let me let me double check that. Let's double check. Because see, the problem is, is that I get uh, the episodes of uh, Who Shot Jr. And then you remember when Bobby Ewing supposedly died, and then oh, we went through the whole season. Dream, if, yeah, right? but it was a dream. Yeah. Sometimes I get them two mixed up. So okay, hold on. Who shot Jr.? We can tell you when we return. It was oh, Kristen Shepard. JR's sister in law. Dang, why'd she do that? She was a scheming little strumpet. <laughs> strumpet? Yes. I mean, did you want me to say the other word? No, I like strumpet. <laughs> uh, let's take a break when we return. There's a high fly ball in the right field, and it's going to be off the wall. Wow. And the twins are trying to rally back here in the first, second, and third. One out. And uh, they are trailing 4 nothing on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Buck. When we return, Rich Phillips, play-by-play voice of the SMU Mustangs, joins us back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Sidebar and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Astros get out of the first unscathed. They lead it 4 nothing against the Twins as they head to the second inning on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. By the way, uh, some hockey tonight. Season getting underway. And. Huh? And. And. Hornets basketball. Wow. Preseason Hornets hoops. Are you really excited? I mean, look at me. What's wrong with your mic? I don't know. Is it plugged in all the way? Hello? 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 There you go. Hornets basketball. Now you sound good over there. Uh, boy, I don't know. Do I, I look excited? I don't know if I could care less. You do look fake excited. Hey, you will watch Hornets basketball tonight. Do you get NBA TV? Look at my shirt. <laughs> um, Do I get NBA TV? No. <laughs> I'll uh, find a way. Hornets play the Heat tonight in preseason action uh coming up thursday 7 30 on espn it'll be the pirates and the smu mustangs will be with you 3 30 thursday on the bud light pregame tailgate taking you up to kickoff and after the game the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show the play-by-play voice of the smu mustangs is rich phillips he joins us here on pirate radio live on the halloween express live line rich we appreciate your time how you doing today I'm doing good. How are y'all? Hey, doing all right, and uh, looking forward to a uh, Thursday night showdown and these uh, SMU Mustangs coming into town, Rich. And and obviously, when you think SMU, you think offense. The coaches this week talked a lot about SMU's defense. I usually don't associate defense uh, with SMU, but how have they uh, gotten right on that side of the ball this year, Rich? Uh, Ponies playing some defense this year. Uh, 
they've done it in the transfer portal largely. Uh, seven of the uh, 11 starters are guys that were D1 transfers, both linebackers uh, coming from Liberty and from Temple. Two of the four defensive linemen both came from Miami. That, that's really how they've done it is they've brought in transfers and transfers that have been able to play for them too and be big contributors thus far. And looking at the schedule, SMU uh, has taken care of business uh, against some teams and then uh, took on some some powers as well and uh, and lost those games to Oklahoma and to TCU. But Oklahoma, 28-11 to that final, 34-17 to against TCU. How about the, the Big 12 battles, uh, Rich, and, and how did SMU look in those games? Definitely the Oklahoma game, I think they felt really well, really good about themselves. It was 14-11 to 11 in the fourth quarter after an SMU touchdown with about 12 minutes to play, and they hit a couple of late ones to put it out of hand. Um, TCU, I think, was actually one of the, wor- the one of the worst performances of the season by SMU. I think they could have played much better and stayed in that game a little bit better, but uh, I don't think they came away from either of those two losses feeling ter- terribly discouraged about anything for the season. And Rich, of course, it's one week at a time, but you look at the American and Tulane uh, plays Memphis this week in a big game, and uh, I do see Memphis on the SMU schedule later, but no Tulane. I know UTSA has been a little bit down this year, uh, but they were looked at as one of the best teams coming into it. Uh, Again, it's all week to week, but uh, a favorable schedule here for SMU, and uh, it's got to have folks at least thinking about the AAC championship. Is it too early to, to talk about that, Rich? Uh, I don't. I don't think at all. I mean, it's definitely a stated goal for the head coach and for the players. And and just like you just did, there we've all looked at the schedule, and there's two conference champions in the league this year: Tulane and UTSA, who won Conference USA last year. And neither one of them showed up on the SMU schedule somehow this season. So definitely uh, some favorable matchups along the way. And, uh, you know, and they opened up conference play the right way with the win over Charlotte last week. And certainly, uh, I, I think hopes are high here for the first conference championship for the school since the 80s that they could have a chance wow. Rich Phillips joining us on the Halloween Express live line. Astros up 4 nothing in their game against the Twins. And uh, you got Rangers and O's coming up tonight. I don't know the geography that well, Rich, but is there a lot of, uh, I don't know, Rangers uh, going on over that way? Folks excited about Texas making a run this year? Absolutely, and we all hate the Astros here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, and we'd love to see them again <laughs> in the uh, ALCS. But, uh, yeah. Big night tonight, first time since 2016 that the Rangers have had a home playoff game and the first time in their current stadium they've had one. That's awesome. And, Rich, I'm a Commanders fan, and I love your your last tweet from October 8th. You said these Cowboys are – the Cowboys are amazing. They figured out a way to get me to turn on a Twins-Astros playoff game. That's, uh, That's pretty good. 42 to 10 in San Francisco will do that. <laughs> <laughs> Rich Phillips joining us. Halloween Express live line. Let's, uh, let's talk about this SMU offense, Rich. Uh, how does it go? Who are the main cogs in that offense? We'll see Thursday night here in Greenville. Still haven't quite hit their stride, I don't think, offensively. Um, new quarterback this year, Preston Stone, who did something that's rare these days in college football. He waited for his opportunity. He, uh, redshirted then sat last year only got to make one start because of injury and so he now is the uh he's the highest rated uh recruit in program history coming in out of a private school parish episcopal high school here in the metroplex and uh like i said he waited his chance he's been good not great yet he only has one 300 yard game 
And I think part of it is uh, they haven't really established who the number one receiver is. On this team last year, there's no doubt who it was. Rasheed Rice, who's now catching passes for the Kansas City Chiefs, he led the nation in receiving yards last year. They haven't done that. As a matter of fact, in five games, while they've had eight different players catch at least one pass in every game, they don't have a guy who has 200 yards receiving on the season. So I think that's an area they're still searching a little bit for who's going to be the number one guy. They've got a ton of running backs they've been using. Jalen Knight has been starting most of the games. Uh, he did have a big game last week, including a 95-yard touchdown run against Charlotte. Um, they'll mix in a couple of other guys with him, but uh, they have a pretty nice rotation in the backfield. Rich Phillips joining us. Man, the last trip uh, SMU made here, East Carolina, was up 45-7 to at halftime, won the game 52-38. We'd kill for 45 points right now or anything close to that. ECU's offense really uh, struggling, Rich, and, and, and these two teams totally different uh, from that meeting here in Greenville all those years ago. But uh, I don't know. What, what's your take? What have the, the coaches, folks around there, been saying about East Carolina? I would say strong on the defensive side, but uh, leaving a lot to be desired on the offensive side right now. Definitely the defense has gotten Rhett Lashley's attention here coming into this one. I mean, they're third in the league in total yards against and second in the league in pass defense and rush defense. And he knows Mike Houston, the head coach there, and he's well aware of what they do defensively. Uh, he also knows, obviously, Mike's past, too, the great things he did at James Madison, so he has a ton of respect for him. Uh, I know, I do know this, the last six meetings in this series have been crazy, with one team scoring at least 45 points in every one of the last six, and hmm. they split them three and three. Uh, so it's been a pretty strange series. Could be the last meeting in a while, too, I guess, since SMU's going to leave for the ACC next year. Uh, but uh, who knows what to expect on Thursday night. But I know that uh, ECU defense definitely has SMU's attention. Does that sentence, uh, Rich, still sound awkward, uh, leaving your, your lips, the, the ACC and SMU? I have to think for a moment so that I don't call it the AAC. So that is- that's crazy. Uh, SMU will be here uh, in the state of North Carolina playing ACC teams. It's uh, the wacky world of college athletics, and you just kind of strap in and and hope uh, your team gets called. And for SMU, it, it sounds like they're they're doing a lot of it on their own, right, Rich? They're saying, "Hey, we'll pony up the money, let us in, and and uh, we'll go from there." It's literally buying your way into a league, is what SMU did. They're not going to take. The TV money from the ACC for the first nine years they're there, uh, which equates to about $300 million. Well, what's amazing is the first seven days after the announcement came in September, they raised $100 million from donors already. Because that's the plan is to have donors basically fund the TV portion of this in the move. And, yeah, they went that far that fast with $100 million in a week. So the goal is to, while – they're not taking the TV money, which in, in sweetened the deal for the ACC to Adam, is to still be on the same financial footing as all the other schools in the league. And, Rich, I don't know, if you, you had your way, if SMU fans had their way, would the Big 12 be the league they want to be in just because of the, the other schools there in Texas? Or, I don't know, do, do people want to get away from those schools maybe in the, uh, in the ACC, the dream? Well, what's the thought there? I think definitely the Big 12 would have been everybody's preference. But I will say with the prospect that Texas and Oklahoma are leaving, we're certainly not disappointed if you're heading to the ACC because, yeah. frankly, I think it's going to wind up, at least while everybody is still in it before anybody else may leave, it's going to wind up as a better league than the Big 12 because the Big 12 is taking a big hit 
by losing those two teams we saw just play last Saturday in a tremendous game at uh, the State Fair of Texas. Uh, so definitely they would have loved to be in the Big 12, and it's always – there's so many people from outside that think it would have made perfect sense and don't understand why it never happened. Uh Apparently, maybe some of the other Texas schools didn't want us around anymore. So, I think we're fine making the move to the ACC. Rich Phillips joining us. Uh, Rich, give me a key or two for SMU. What needs to go right for them to take care of business? They are a double-digit favorite in this game on Thursday night, but road game and traveling here to Greenville. So, uh, what do they need to, to take care of to get a win on Thursday? I think they need to establish their offense right away. And, and like the one thing I told you, that they, they've had – too much spreading around, I feel, of wide receivers. We need to see uh, who's going to emerge as the number one guy, I think, for this team. And I have a feeling Preston Stone's going to kind of look for something like that. And then defensively, they still, the one thing they haven't done is create turnovers. They have two takeaways in five games this year. One of them was a defensive lineman with a pick six, and then they had another interception last week. But they need to create some turnovers on defense. As good as their defense has played, those yardage numbers would look tremendously better if they would shorten up a few more drives per game and they just haven't been able to do that rich phillips joining us uh rich i don't know if anybody's going to be able to catch the uh the niners or the eagles certainly not my commanders how how about your cowboys how big of a setback was that sunday night is that just a one-off do you you think your boys have a chance to to make a run this year well i think we all thought it was a one-off a couple weeks ago when they lost at arizona (laughs) not a good team and then, you know, I mean, the 49ers have knocked them out of the playoffs two years in a row, and they looked further behind them on Sunday night than they were last fall or last January when they lost to in the playoffs. Pretty discouraging around here, and uh, their offense has been very discouraging, I think, thus far. Rich Phillips joining us. Rich, uh, have a great call on Thursday. Appreciate you joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you again down the road, man. We appreciate it. All right, thank you. Right there is uh, Rich Phillips talking a little baseball, a little NFL and SMU as they come in here playing solid on defense. And, of course, we know they can put up some points. Going to take an upset Thursday night. We've seen upsets happen before. Why not this Thursday? Why not us? Why not now? Chandler's fired up. That shirt's got me hypnotized. You know how I want to see this game on Thursday night? Hadn't done a vibe check this week. You know, after this game, what I want to say after this game coming up Thursday, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but what I want to say after this game is that this game tonight reminded me a lot of the UCF game last year. Mm. A really good UCF Chandler game. just fast-forwarded a couple of nights, and he's he's envisioning himself saying I, that. Like, I just came back from the press conference. I'm joining you guys on the fifth quarter. And I'm saying to myself, we'll say, this Chan game. J-Man, long day, big game. Uh, you got any thoughts on this one here? This game tonight reminded me a lot of that UCF game last year where the Knights came in, they were like 4-1 and one or like 5-2, and two, something like that, and the Pirates came out of nowhere, needed a big win, and they got one in, in just dominating fashion. Eric says, not trying to be that guy. But it sure would have been great for those folks to put up that money toward ending world hunger. Nah, just piss it away into getting into a conference. (laughs) Hey, everybody can do what they want to do with their money. And the people with the money have power. I think Lil' Kim said it at the beginning of Money Power Respect. First you get the money, then you get the mother bleeping power. After you get the power, mother bleepers respect you money power respect the locks 
they had it all figured out back in the 90s uh let's take a break we'll come back wrap up our number two and we'll stay in tune for a big hour three wish we were doing this show from cancun ah it'd be great to be in cancun that would stink to be in cancun right and be sick right now though be in cancun staring at the moon (laughs) being in tune watching the cardinals and clinton tune I hope to get there soon. App State's playing a bean. They're in bean. Drinking a blue moon. <laughs> Drinking a blue moon in Cancun. Looking at the moon. Oh my god, watch out! There's a raccoon. God, my brain just ain't firing off. I can't join y'all. But I think I will drink this high noon. <laughs> Oh, man, I have nothing to eat this with. Do you have a spoon? (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite Saturday morning cartoon? Oh, man. I'm going to sit back and watch the movie Dune. (laughs) We'll take a break. When we return, more of that after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like The Sidebar and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, thanks to Rich Phillips, play-by-play voice of the SMU Mustangs, for joining us on the Halloween Express live line. The largest selection of masks, decor, and more for adults and kids is Halloween Express right next to Target. What are you going to be? Get to Greenville's premier Halloween superstore, Halloween Express, and get shopping today. Uh, We are with you Thursday at 3.30, but before that, Thursday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., you can go to tiebreakers, have a fantastic lunch, and get a free Carolina Caliber treasure towel and wave it around your head like a helicopter and a free Starry Paint It Black t-shirt. Uh, David Glenn and the Pirate Radio crew will be there. So uh, go enjoy a great lunch at tiebreakers uh, at Bell's Fork on Thursday from 11 to 1 and go talk football with Chan Man. Uh, let's see. Y'all want to do quick update? Still four nothing. Astros over Twins on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Y'all want to do a National Day update real uh, quick? Why not on the sure. Fleet Feet rundown? 
Oh, presented by Fleet Feet. Uh, were they run for you? Yeah, Fleet Feet. <laughs> one is it? They one, are Fleet of Feet. Is it one on three service? One person for every three customers? No, no? Nah, it's just one on one. Oh, good, good. And um, if you don't know what type of shoe you wear, like it. Oh, they'll do, find are, out. Are you? Uh, do you need a balanced shoe? Do you need a neutral shoe? Do you need a wide? Yep. Shoe. Uh, shoe. Um, they can uh, do a 3D scan of your foot, and they'll be able to tell you exactly what type of shoe works best for your foot. For you. For your feet. <laughs> for you. Thanks to Flea Feet for the Flea Feet Rundown. It is National Angel Food Cake Day. Mm. Not an angel food cake person. It is National Cake Decorating Day. Okay, I'm done with that. I'm a terrible cake decorator, but... I don't know if we give those people enough credit that do the intricate details on a cake. Have you seen Cake War? Is it Cake Wars? Yes, Cake Wars. They do. Uh, food Network does the Halloween version of it. Uh, Halloween Cake Wars. They are amazing. Like I wonder if I can do that. And then I look in my kitchen and I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. It is National Handbag Day. Do you have a handbag? I need a man bag. Satchel. I do not have a handbag. Yeah, I need a handbag. Is yeah. that is that the same thing as a purse? Um, I'm seeing photos of purses, yeah. Okay. It is World Mental Health Day. Check on your mentals yeah. and your chickens. Therapy is cool. It is National Walk to a Park Day. Now, I have an issue with this one. Why Be- is that? Because it's not National Walk in a Park Day. It's National Walk to a Park Day. So you're gonna. So you're walk just gonna walk to the park to and then the park. Then how are you getting home? And I guess you just walk right back home. Interesting. But if you're near a park, walk to a park. It is also National Metric Day, where we celebrate the metric system that we don't use very often. On ten ten, uh, National Metric Day recognizes the metric system, its history, and its benefits. Oh, please. Tell me what the benefits are. <laughs> uh, that is uh, beauties in the eye of the beholder. So uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. Those are your national days today. Well, today wasn't very fun. I know. They get lame. I mean, we just walk to a park and stare at it. They get lamer and lamer as the year goes on, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. When we return, Bryce Williams joins us and we'll help the bear. We'll talk to Justin help the Bear. bear as uh, Justin will join us from ECU Marketing to get you ready for Thursday, Night of the Boneyard, East Carolina, and SMU. More to Help go. the bell! Thank you. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional, government, and portfolio loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve. Call them today at 252-714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, pirates supporting pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Hi, welcome back into Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Cliff Brock here with you. Bryce Williams to my left, Justin Bear out wide got the whole crew here Shirley can we get Bryce's uh, walk up song one two three four I saw the light I was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes I'm born to love again I'm a brand new man Clip Rock Chandler Honeycutt featuring Cooper Greer brand new man Bryce Williams is here hello Bryce hello and Justin, if you had a walk-up song, what would it be? I don't know. I just about to. I, I don't get a. Why don't I get a walk-up song? Well, you got to request it. And okay. uh, first, I have to ask you. So it is on me. Okay. But I'm asking you now. So next time you're here, we'll have it ready. I don't. I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on that one. All right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, Justin, appreciate you joining us today. How's everything going in your neck of the woods? It's good. It's the busy. It's getting busy over in uh, our neck of the woods. Obviously, football Thursday, and then. Um, you know, we've got soccer, volleyball, both off to a great start. So they're, you know, they're going on. And then basketball season's less than a month away now. So that it is. And yes, yeah, soccer and volleyball, uh, fantastic right now. And maybe the highest we've been picked in men's and women's hoops in a, collectively in, in, ever. In a, yeah, probably in a really long time. I don't, people have said that some of the, the men's team, uh, Joe Dooley's last year's first time around, mm-hmm. Brian Meador told me that they were picked, I think, first that year. Um, but trusted as Brian Meador information. So. <laughs> uh, so Bryce, the men's basketball team picked fifth preseason, mm-hmm. pretty strong. Yeah. Women picked second. Oh, so uh, yeah, there we go. Basketball school. There we go. I don't know how yeah. you feel about that, but uh, that's uh, that's where we're trending right now. Dang. Uh, Jamie says the bear. Not a fan of that song. Is that true? Were you not a fan of that song? What song? The walk up song. Oh, I Bryce. mean. I like, I, like, I like Bryce's walk-up song. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Just making sure. Yeah. All right, Justin, uh, what do we need to know for Thursday? First of all, people around these parts like tailgating. Yep. But it's a midweek. Yep. It is a school day. Yes. So what does that mean? When can folks start tailgating? Lots open at 4 o'clock. Okay. Um, so we've got to obviously get all the people who are on campus off campus so we can start letting everybody else on campus. So 4 o'clock. And as far as the parking in Elmhurst, is that all? Everything will be all, if you have wherever your normal parking spot is, is where you'll be for for Thursday night. Okay. Um, Promotions wise, we are breaking out some really cool black uniforms. Yes, I'm very. I think we talked about those last week. You see them, Bryce? Mm, Let's see them again. Refresh me. All right. Um, They are really nice. And. I guess are we wanting people to wear black to the game, Justin? We would. We'd appreciate if you did wear the black. Okay. So 
uh what else uh do we need to know as far as the game promotions things like that yeah we're doing a lot of uh stuff to kind of promote the uh for students to come out um obviously with Mm -hmm. thursday night games it's it's tough for those those folks outside of Pitt county to to get get here for a thursday night game so um doing a lot of focus on 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 the students uh making sure they come out so we're doing a bunch of raffles um you know we've got yeti coolers we've got gift cards to dowdy we've got ipads airpods all sorts of stuff that we'll raffle off for students after during the game um for those who've scanned in so and shout out to the students uh talked about it yesterday but i thought even going back to last year's basketball season it was one of the best uh student turnouts i can remember and that has carried over to football so yeah i mean we had almost eleven thousand at the first game um obviously the tropical storm really kind of hurt us for uh gardner webb but i thought think all things considered yeah considering you know if you lived at the jolly roger you couldn't even hardly get to to the stadium so the fact that we had as many as we did i was i was really happy with and yeah the students have been great and you know they're showing up like you said with basketball baseball and even soccer this year they've been really showing out so it's been awesome to see the students coming out uh do you know how many folks they are expecting to attend the game uh it's looking like the attendance number is going to be in the low to mid 30s yeah so midweek and yeah you know team uh team has donnie kirkpatrick said it uh we got to give the fans something to be excited about and cheer for so uh need that to happen and uh and get people excited about pirate football uh while we got you here how about hoops as far as tickets yeah. go for uh for men's and women's basketball yeah they're going they're moving really well um we're over 1500 now for for men's basketball season tickets which is awesome uh we've pretty much sold out of the new purple uh, chairbacks that are down low. Um, I think that's going to be a huge help. Um, just with it being assigned seating, we can control a lot more. And obviously, people paying good money for those are going to be more likely to show up. And then we can control the visiting section a little bit better. So, and then, you know, if people don't show up, the purple is going to look really, really good on TV. So, really excited for that. Um, actually, really big thing we're doing Thursday before the game um, for those who are going to the game. Uh, the men's basketball team is going to do a open scrimmage um, from 5 to 6.30 uh, inside Minji's Coliseum. So um, if you're going out and you're going to be at the game and um, you know head into Minji's Coliseum early at 5 o'clock, you'll be able to watch the, the men's team scrimmage. So uh, really excited there. I am bummed that uh, I have to be on the air Thursday and will not be able to see that scrimmage because I understand there will not be a Minji's Madness this year. No, we're this is this is gonna kind of replace the Minji's Madness event last year, so uh, we're gonna do this instead. Can we talk about the uh, the Minji's Madness screw job from last year? I suppose we can. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just. <laughs> Uh, sometimes I like making you feel uncomfortable. I, you know, I mean, it, it was a year ago now. I'm glad, I'm glad to know that it still hurts you. But it does. There was a <laughs> chance that that I was going to be firing up threes at Minji's Madness. I know. I I wanted to and see it. And it was close to happening. It, it, we tried. And then it got ripped away from me. We tried. Who's we? I, and how hard did you try? I tried very hard. I advocated for you. I don't know. I'll take your word for it. All I know is I watch Minji's Madness from Section 213. You're going to not two, on the court. 213 might be a little, a little congested this year. 
Oh, my dad's not going to like to hear that. I mean, it, you know, tickets are going. People well, are going to be excited. More people are coming out. One of his, his favorite things about going to basketball games, A, he loves basketball. B, not a lot of people sit up there. Yeah, so we got all the room in the it world. It is impressive to watch your dad sprawl out at a, at a basketball <laughs> game. He's got the sprawl game yeah. down. Uh, we'll have to get old Bryce, get them big legs sprawled out this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Get, get him to a game. Bryce, uh, you have any questions for the ECU Director of Marketing and Fan Engagement? Um, I guess a like, random thought when you said you had to get people off campus. You mean like main campus? Yeah. So like, uh, so Lower Minji's is a spot, and um, the North Side parking is areas where a lot of students are parking at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they take buses, so um, we have to get all of them. And obviously with Elmhurst, we have to the school day has to end. Oh, so yeah. I believe did I see Justin like a recommendation for classes to end yeah. at three thirty? Yep, that is correct. So then that's part of it, so that they're ending in time for those kids who park in those lots be able to to get themselves but that is a lots. recommendation not a mandate it's not a mandate but i think most. it's like hey let's let's do this yeah let's yeah. be and I, <laughs> let's and I'm be assuming, a cool professor yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming probably on the you know the brody campus they're probably a little bit less concerned about the football game going on because it doesn't really affect them but no. the main campus i mean and they know their kids aren't going to show up so it's you know <laughs> yeah people are having fun with your last name on the chat justin i'm glad we got Smokey and the bear mm-hmm. bear paint i wish i was bear paint i wouldn't bear probably be sitting i probably wouldn't be sitting in here uh my dad was actually a fishing captain and had a boat uh back in the day and his the boat name was bear necessity nice you know that's an interesting story i never knew about you yeah, there you go yeah. there's a uh, for you jamie says i can't bear another ecu loss uh, Chicago Bears, bear in mind, everybody wearing black. Uh, I'm, I'm very impressed with the, the chat right now. Fozzie Bear, Trump's son's name is Baron. Yogi Bear, Bernstein Bears. Is it Bernstein or Steen? That, that's one of those Mandela effects. Yeah. 99 bottles of bear on the wall. <laughs> this is impressive. I, I, I didn't realize they were going off like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, they're not paying attention to anything we're saying. This, we're, we're all not, of this great insight. We're yeah, yeah. I mean, the, all the, the entertain it might be saying that we're not being very entertaining right now. Uh, Justin, let's talk about your sports teams while we got you here. Okay. Uh, how cool was it? Uh, you wish you were the Twins right now and where they are playing in mm-hmm. the playoffs, but how cool was it to have Gavin Williams pitching for your favorite team? It was really cool. Uh, you know, obviously... The Guardian season wasn't great, but to have some level of connection to the team and, you know, seeing an ECU guy out there was great. And unfortunately, they didn't get a much run support this year, um, but it was a good <laughs> good first first year for him. I got to tell you, Patrick Mason hangs out. He's a White Sox fan. Uh, we had Garrett Short, White Sox fan. I interact with a lot of AL Central people. And we all stink. And with Gavin Williams pitching, I watched a lot of AL Central baseball. It is a chore. Uh, yeah, it is tough. I I may have watched one or two Guardians games this year because I was just uh, like I'm not I'm not subjecting myself to this. I have a lot of other things I can do in this world than want to claw my eyes out. <laughs> uh, on that note, you're also a Browns fan. Yeah, Browns are weird, man. A couple weeks ago, I was asking everybody if the Browns were good and expecting the answer to be yes because all they did was blow out teams at home. And then I think they got blown out by a team. Yeah, they home. got uh, blown out by the Ravens. Yeah. Deshaun didn't play, so that was not great. And uh, Dorian Tom- Thompson Robinson did not look like an NFL quarterback, so that wasn't great. A little but, DTR. So yeah. are the Browns good? I think the defense is very good. 
Um, it's just a matter if the offense can give them enough points to, because realistically we should have beat the Steelers too. I mean, they threw that game away. Um, so I think they are good. I think they have playoff potential, but it's going to be a matter of if Deshaun Watson's going to play and to what level he does play. Chandler, I think in honor of Justin being here, and we're all boys. Let's let's pick the Browns to win this week. I don't even know who they play. You with uh, me? Nope. You, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. I was gonna rope Chandler uh, into something. Chandler, you're welcome. <laughs> they play the 49ers. <laughs> yeah, uh, could be tough. Yeah, that's it's not gonna go well. They look like a, I, an absolute machine. I right was now. I was ready to give the uh, all the Cowboys fans I work with a hard time Monday morning, but then I realized that we might do the same thing. So yep. I wasn't. I, I'm gonna wait at least until next Monday to give them a hard time about getting destroyed by the 49ers uh all right so anything else we need to know about thursday or ecu athletics in general justin uh the big thing is i you know i mentioned soccer and volleyball on the seat start there off too soccer's got a huge game tomorrow uh they play memphis at seven memphis is number 10 in the country uh but it's a battle for number one the in the conference if they win that that game they're going to be in a really good spot to potentially bring home a conference championship this year so um if you're in town and you know want to go check it out uh mission is free so definitely head out to johnson stadium tomorrow um obviously thursday a big day for us between the you know the open scrimmage from 5 to 6 30 for the uh for the men and then football at 7 30 uh baseball's got an open scrimmage on sunday against clemson uh they're doing their meet the pirates event so they'll uh they'll be signing autographs after that game and then women's basketball actually has an open practice saturday at 10 inside of Minji's as well so i love these open practices these scrimmages great way for people to get to see the team get to know the team and then you mentioned the the meet the pirates part of it so good stuff yeah a lot, lot of stuff going on a lot of excitement hopefully uh Hopefully things go well. All right. Uh, Irving has a request. Okay. Can we include some Jimi Hendrix vocals to the Purple Haze intro? That that will bring good karma. Uh, I mean, I think we've kind of perfected Purple Haze, in my opinion. Okay. Hmm. All right. People thought Jimi Hendrix perfected it. We perfected, perfected it. it. Yes. <laughs> All right. There you go. Brandon also said regarding your uh, walk-up music. Mm-hmm. He said, don't hold your breath, Justin. Clip will build it up and then give your beer away. That Brandon Manning is all. Oh. Superstitious beers. Superstitious beers. Such a, such a whiner. Jeez, you should have left a note. We, we played his walk-up song, I feel like. Brandon, you want to come in and talk some playoff baseball? I used to be hell on wheels when I was a younger man. We did the sped up version because he said it was too... We made him a song. He said it took forever. We did a speed up version. He said it wasn't good enough. What do you want from us? He's needy. Yeah, it, exactly. sounds, like, it sounds like he's being picky. <laughs> yep. Beggars you know, beggar, Exactly. Yeah. Justin, thanks for hanging out, man. Thanks for having me. Come see us uh, on a Wednesday night. I know you're busy. Uh, maybe next Wednesday. You got a lot going on. Maybe next Wednesday or the Wednesday after that or some Wednesday. Thanks. I'll, I'll be back. That sounds... I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. You excited about the Canes? Yeah, I am excited. Wednesday I, night? Wednesday night, big game. Um, you know, I've become a become a Canes fan over my time here in, in North Carolina, so... How about Justin Bear took me to my one and only Hurricanes yeah, playoff I did. Wow. We had a great time. That was fun. That we, was a lot We of killed fun. somebody. I forget who... <laughs> Wait, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry. Uh, what are you talking no. Wait a minute. The, the I did not sign off on the, this. Uh, yes, Green Room PD. Are you there? The, uh. the Hurricanes beat another hockey team by a significant margin, oh, okay. if I remember correctly. You you don't. You misremember. I must I just be another date on your 
whatever. Uh, we beat the Capitals two to one in a thriller. I thought uh, I thought that you were just another notch. Yep. Yeah, it was. Because <laughs> Ovechkin had a killer power play goal. I was like, holy crap! I'm watching this live. Uh, but the Canes ended up winning. Yeah, I mean. So who's this other guy you're taking the games? Steve Ullman. <laughs> uh, I'm nothing like him. No, nothing. <laughs> All right, and we did not kill anyone. We did not. We, hey, we killed yeah. a guy. <laughs> we did not kill anybody. Uh, everybody that went. What a night. Yeah. What a night. We are not responsible for any death. <laughs> Justin, thanks for hanging out. Hope you don't get fired at DC. Yeah, you know, it's fine. I'll, if not, I, you know, I'll come over. You here. have a spot here. Great, thank yeah. you. We'll do the Cleveland Sad Hour with Justin. I, I can contribute to Talk whatever. Cleveland sports. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we return, more with Bryce Williams. We'll have a giveaway, Pirate Radio Outdoors, and more. Right now, the Astros lead the Twins 4 nothing in the fourth inning on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Up. Dub Up. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, new, uh, excuse me, East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. You're my boy, New Blue. Welcome back into the show. Clip Brock, Shirley Rhodes. Shirley doing a little lip sync battle. Chandler yeah. Honeycutt here. A little karaoke here. And uh, Bryce Williams joining us. Bryce, uh, did you have a free Saturday with no ECU football going on? Like usually when there's a game on, you have a million things to do. So what would you uh, have this Ironically, Saturday? well, I mean, I guess I ended up creating something. It would have been a free Saturday, but I went to uh, Oak Island. Ah, what would you do? Uh, That'd be pleasure able, or fishing? Or? Fishing with my, my brother and a king mackerel tournament nice all right how'd that go yeah not great not good it was you know the time you know the the memory of being with my brother yeah there you go that was worth it okay so you uh you didn't bring home a fish but you brought home memories memories exactly yep and as far as i know that's that's a lot more valuable than an old fish Mm -hmm. that fish will be eight and gone but the memories yeah, last forever. The memories last forever. That they do. All right, Pirates back in action on Thursday night. East Carolina and SMU. We talked to Rich Phillips, play-by-play voice of the Mustangs earlier. And one thing about SMU, they are uh, playing a little defense this year, which we don't usually think about when we hear SMU. Bryce, just to give you an overview on the Mustangs, mm. they have beaten the teams they're supposed to beat. And they've gone up a class twice and lost those games. So 
They beat Louisiana Tech 38 to 14. Mm. They then took on Oklahoma, mm. who just took down Texas. Uh, lost that game 28 to 11. So hung around, uh, but ended up losing that game. Played at FCS school, Prairie View, won 69 to nothing. Uh, went to Fort Worth to take on TCU. And uh, Rich said that was the worst game they played this year. Lost thirty-four to seventeen, and then they knocked off Charlotte thirty-four to sixteen. So again, games they've been a favorite in, they've won. Games they've been underdogs, they've lost. Yeah, well, I guess this isn't good for us then. Is it? They are a favorite uh, against East They're Carolina. Favorite. Mm-hmm. Now, this will be the first time they've really had to travel far to a yeah. game. They've gone to Norman, Oklahoma, and Fort Worth. This time, yeah. uh, coming all the way here. Hey, maybe you know, the old jet lag could get them by yeah. a few hours. The dehydration from the flight. Oh, what are they not drinking enough water? Well, like on the flight. Well, if you don't, you must time like that. Hey, we always told you to kind of get dehydrated while you travel in the air. Something with the air. What are they only giving you those real tiny cups? Yeah, or? like two ounces. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, had, I don't know what it was, but I always said drinking, drink plenty of water as you uh, travel. You know, in the air, in the air. So maybe they, maybe some guys won't do that. Get cramps. Mm. You know, I mean, there's a whole. We're coming up with all kinds of you factors. You don't even know how easy you could win this you game. Know, they, their plane flight could get delayed, which even sets them back even farther. And the resting. I mean, I could build up all sorts of scenarios right now. Um, boy, this is sad. Hmm. Joey says memories don't win championships. Neither does not showing up to your job. Uh, Jamie says, what is Bryce's most heartbreaking sports moment? Mm. Probably, personally, well, Clip, I bet Clip could probably guess that. Well, it's like two of them. Well, okay. Would, would one be the UCF game? Yep. So did you see what happened to Miami the other night? <laughs> yeah. Did you see what? that? I saw the. Now that was plays. even worse than y'all's. Yeah, that was bad. They they just had to take a knee and win what? the game and who, shake uh, hands. Who made that call? The head why, coach. Why did he do that? Because he's. I would have liked to have been in that press conference. Uh, yeah, ridiculous, man. Hey, bud, take a knee, man. Mm. Um. So, what would the other one have been? Bowl game against. Um, or, or losing yeah, the, to Cincinnati to not make a bowl game, your last game? That one was a bummer. Um, and then the Florida game was kind of a bummer just because that would have been a great memory to mm. have. Yep. To have. But it's that memory's not good to have. Ish. It's That's true. Good memory, not all not, memories are good memories. Exactly. So probably those are around the top, top ones. Jamie said, you know it's bad when we're rooting for dehydration from flying. <laughs> hey, you we're gotta not rooting, Jamie. <laughs> no, we're just, just... kind of coming up with scenarios <laughs> that could happen. That's right. Talking about plausible things exactly. that could very well happen. Uh, so there you go. Uh Bryce, what do you want to see improved upon, different, uh, coming off the bye week? Gotta get better in the bye week. What um, do you want to see from ECU side? I would just side? like to see some more excitement on the offense and more, you know, better execution. More excitement. What offense. do you mean more excitement? Well, I mean, I you know. Well, I guess I say more. T- I guess just meaning more touchdowns. Touchdowns are exciting. Um, How do we go about doing that? Executing. 
making you know making plays um that's pretty much what i you know just the offense executing the plays that are called and blocking <laughs> so last week we asked donnie kirkpatrick about the quarterback sneak that didn't work he said shouldn't have called it with that personnel maybe should have had mason in there right and we asked uh, he was asked about the uh interception on the screen pass and he said javius bonds got a delay a little bit before he goes out there he went out there too quick he said they didn't practice it enough mm-hmm. i think he might have been trying to take the blame instead of blaming the freshman right. running back yeah um but he, he said we we should have practiced it more we didn't practice it enough how much do you remember of plays that you like new plays how much do you practice mm-hmm. those to where you uh, feel comfortable was, to run it in a game. Yeah, there was like one play that was actually a screen to me. We did it like a handful of times, but, you know, like the tight end screen and stuff. Um, it's like a handful of times, but we didn't, you know, call it. I mean, I obviously don't sort of call plays like that, I guess, that too much. But, you know, I would say that would be – I remember running it at UConn, and I was – it was great to have a – How much did you work screen. on it in practice? Not – I mean, not as much as – for me to really get comfortable. I mean, a handful of times, but I don't know. I would like to maybe get a little better feel for it. And So is that, that but. introduced for the first time the week of the game? Mm, that's real in-depth. Oh, uh, yeah, you don't recall? <laughs> I don't think. I mean, we've kind of always had it, but I don't remember it being like something that just, you know, no, nothing they stuck with weekly from what I remember. I, don't, I only remember running it a few times. Because um, I've heard, like, you guys say that you would work on, like, a trick play or something. And you sometimes it gets in, sometimes it doesn't get called, yeah, yeah, and you're bummed out. And, yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, especially plays like that, if they're kind of made for you, you're like, oh, hopefully call yeah. it. But, yeah, I mean, there's a list of plays that, nah, they ain't going to call it. I mean, it's all, on, you know, the coach's gut feeling of, you know, if you don't want to call anything that you don't feel like the guys are going to run proficiently. So, um, yeah, unfortunately... I guess I didn't do good enough on that one to you know, get called multiple times. But, um, yeah, well, it's just kind of here and there from what I remember. How about the one – we saw the video of this a while back where you're lined up as like a tackle and Shane just throws it to you right over that the middle. One, yeah, that we ran that a handful of times, and that was a pretty easy one too. So that was nice. – All you did was go a few steps and turn exactly. around and had that the balls was, right there. Man, that was – okay, thanks. I guess you're just don't false start, and you didn't really have yeah. a lot to do on that play yeah, other don't than false start run and catch. Yeah, and catch the ball. <laughs> um, you know, that seems to be a little bit of a task. What was your most intricate play? Was it like a screen? It or? was that tight end screen, you know, that kind of what you see, you know, in the NFL, the guys just tight end kind of lingering, lingering, and peel off. And I love those plays. I just, it sucks because I've been dying for a running back screen, and now they try it once, throw interception. We probably won't see it again. Yeah, yeah. It's most times it's those plays they won't get called. If it happens, if it's bad once, they typically there's no second it. chance. Yeah, no. But uh, man, I think I got a first down though on my tight end screen. I need to see how I can get the UConn film. My senior year and see what up. Uh, senior or junior year, one of the years. And that's the only time they went to it? From what that I you remember, recall. That I recall, yeah. 
Yeah, I like the tight end screen. Washington used to run a lot of those with Chris Cooley back in the day. Mm. And uh, I like a tight end screen. I like a running back screen. I like anything to to get the ball do you moving. Like outside screens, like just... not as much as I do those others. <laughs> yeah, they're a little more deceptive. You know the you're talking to a receiver. Receiver, yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially if we're not blocking it, and get on the outside, then that is. Which I mean, they can be effective, but yeah, you got to be able to block on the outside. So. Yep, uh, a lot goes into it, and I mean, you guys were were huge on that screen. Yeah, game we worked. I mean, we literally had like screen period. Like we practiced all of it. Um, so you know, don't there's little things like you don't run to the defender. You pretty much run where he's going to be and things like that. So it's all executing, and they you know they can be a little tricky because you know obviously the defender sort of can eventually see what's coming um here you gotta run you know 15 yards 10 yards ish depending on where you're coming from to um you know a db who's really fast so y'all ran so many you probably did almost just as much blocking on those as you did in the run game because yeah. you would use that as the run game oh sometimes. yeah for sure and uh and y'all had awesome block i mean hardy was yeah, a great blocker before, uh, before you dwayne harris like yeah all the big time receivers at ECU could block their tails yeah, off, yeah, and uh, and took pride in it. Yeah, and that's you know I think a lot of big plays come from um, you know the receivers are blocking downfield. You know, Coach K always he would congratulate blocking downfield you know just as much as you know making a good catch. So um, you know it's important. All right, let's uh, let's get another break in. We'll make somebody a winner right now, Shirley Rhodes, as we will give it away here said, give it away. on this Tuesday. Just give it away. Well, just give it away. There ain't nothing in this studio worth fighting over. Well, the phone lines are already buzzing anyway. Just give it away. <laughs> That's good. How about uh, let's do lunch, lunch for, for two, two at tiebreakers? Tiebreaker. Dang. That was weird. What happened? I wanted to guess what Shirley was going to call out. Yeah, uh, you didn't have your headphones on. He basically mirrored what you were saying as you said oh, it. Okay. I was, like, well, I was unaware. This guy's <laughs> good. This guy's All right, you want to guess the caller? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Caller number six. No. Not in. So sorry. Caller eight. Caller eight. 317-1250. Lunch for two at Tiebreakers can be yours. Hey, you could win it and go see us Thursday. The Pirate Radio crew will be there from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. DG, Pirate Radio crew, giving out free Carolina Caliber treasure towels. And Starry Painted Black T-shirts. That'll be going on on Thursday. Caller 8's a winner right now. 317-1250. More to go after this.
listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Thanks, Charlie. It's kind of interesting that if you said like a bloody Mary menu like in another country, you would be saying like a bad word. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a well, like a, a Mary menu, but it's a bloody Mary menu. Mm. I don't know. My brain still is not operating at 100% right now. Under the weather, I'll do it. Too. Yeah, when you get sick, like your brain doesn't function, the, it's yeah. not snapping the way it should. Yeah, kind of going through that right now. Uh, Bryce, we kind of went pirate radio outdoors. Your uh, fishing expedition mm-hmm. didn't go so well in a tournament. Yeah. You're more of a recreational guy, anyway, right? Like pressure off, like yeah, right, you know, I mean tournaments are you know fun because there's a lot of boats out there you know because everybody you have like checkpoint not i guess checkpoints or not checkpoints you know a location where everybody you know says all right go and it's kind of a boom 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 like a not a shotgun start because they do like kind of one at a time but i mean pretty much right after one another so it's fun to kind of you know really pin it down and hauling butt through the water so is everybody looking for their exact spot like the spot kind of uh thing. kind of it's more of a you know because with kingfish you know it could mean that bite trying to beat off to get your line in the water first um to the good spots you know to catch that early bite so king fishermen are known to uh have really fast boats and just really pin it down um so we you know able to do that unfortunately we did not um you know catch one and which is a bummer because you would think it would because they're saying yeah we're catching them off the beach right around here da, 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 da. so we're in there and nothing but uh there was one spot i guess it was over a wreck i mean it was i bet there was a hundred boats out there mm. you know just in that one like general area um but you know it was a good time we had good weather conditions and stuff and i might be doing one this weekend but uh, we'll see uh, I had a thought. I don't know if it's a good thought, a bad thought, a dumb thought, a smart thought. Um, I'm not. I don't have the urge to to kill animals necessarily, yeah. but I understand um, population and controlling it. Right. And uh, we're in Eastern North Carolina. There are deer running around everywhere. Mm-hmm. I had a man. I had a nice. Uh, mercury mountaineer way back in the day Mm. and drilled a deer and messed it all up and that was a bummer um but i I had a thought could we at least we have hunters like tag deer with uh 
somehow you shoot and a reflector gets stuck to their hind parts or their <laughs> midsection or something so you see them on the side of the road yeah so because usually when you see them it's too late right and uh and they come in bunches i just always see a bunch on the side of the road and if one crosses mm-hmm. you better slow down because you know there's two or three oh, more yeah, coming they're going get all uh you know there's a hesitation they do but yeah I'll... so if you want to shoot the big ones go for it but how about just the smaller ones if you're out there just in the tag field them. yeah tag yeah. them like reflector darts yeah i don't know exactly how, what the uh what it would be to get it to stick yeah. like if it has to be a dart actually or some kind of adhesive maybe yeah <laughs> and it might be annoying to the deer but at least uh hey we're trying to help you out buddy. yeah like a paintball almost like a paintball gun yeah but it's like a neon that you know reflects because you know their eyes reflect but i mean if yeah. they're not looking at you then it does you no good so i mean i'm mean, i'll try and I'll find a paintball gun on Facebook Marketplace, maybe, and you know, maybe try and shoot some. Get you a bright neon. You know, if I uh, see a uh, a deer running by with uh, just dotted up, I'll know Bryce. Exactly. It almost this that would be funny. You know who would shoot them? You know, it's like almost like crab pots. You know how crab pots are? You know, different colors for, for each fisherman. Okay. You know, mine could be you know purple and gold. Who knows? You could be know. the best deer tagger exactly. in Eastern North Carolina. But it's only to save you know the driver and the deer exactly you're helping human and animal so we can all live on this beautiful planet together but we still end up on top well sure (laughs) i mean i just uh i just don't want to mow down any of them no i guess it's you know an insurance you know because even and the one i hit was not a big deer and it can do a lot of damage for sure most definitely uh let's see jamie says that mackerel tournament you have to know where the fish are to win he said i know a few people who fish in it you're doing good if the weather's okay yeah normally yeah all right i don't know yeah i mean obviously there's hotter spots than others but you definitely try and go off of intel and you know you can do your pre-fishing and stuff like that but you know all right Let's take a break. When we return, Bryce is going to guess the line for ECU-SMU. I'll say this. The line has increased increased Darn. to the SMU side Dang. so we far this get week. Least another, we should get at least three points. You got to get your home points. Yeah, home points. Um, and then uh, you got to get your new uniform points. New uniform points. Um, the um, What is it? The... Um, Back to the Boneyard or... Um, Night of the Boneyard Night points. of the Boneyard points. God, we are racking them up. Uh, is it three points per thing or just... <laughs> I'll, I'll let you decide that. It's when, when we return, we'll tell Bryce the line and uh, he will guess the score coming up for Thursday night. It's all ahead on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a good day for the stock market. The Dow was up 134 points at 33,739. The Nasdaq was up 78 at 13,562. And the S&P was up 22 points and finished out the day at 4,358. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans, excuse me, to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show. All right, one last look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard before we get out of here. Presented by Dubbuck. Dubbuck. I like this song a lot. Once in a lifetime. No waterfall. <laughs> All right, so the Astros up 5 nothing over the Twins as they play in the bottom of the fifth inning. Jorge Polanco takes ball two. It is 5-0. That series tied at one game apiece. Tonight, Orioles and Rangers. Orioles need to win to stay alive. They're down 2-0 in that series. Uh, NHL opening up tonight. I guess this is a regular season game going on now. The uh, Lightning have a 1-0 lead over Nashville. It'll be the Blackhawks and Penguins later tonight and Seattle and Vegas at 10.30 on ESPN. Um, We will be with you 3.30 on Thursday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate, taking you up to the 7.30 kickoff, East Carolina. And SMU, Bryce Williams, is ready to tell us what the spread of that game is. I'm thinking it's... uh... 16 and a half. Okay. Interesting. It is. I think you forgot to factor in. You factored in uh, the home points. The home points. New and Jersey the, you factored points. in the Jersey points, the Boneyard points. points the ESPN points. Uh, you might. You must have forgot to factor in. It's 12 and a half. Oh. 12 okay. and a half. Well, that's good. That's good. Better better than what I said. Better than what you anticipated. Yeah. All right. Uh, knowing that, mm. Bryce, what do you think the score will be? Half. I mean, I think, you know, ECU's got a lot on their going form right now. You know, the rest it up mm-hmm. for the bye week. You know, you got a lot of energy. You know, Thursday night game, ESPN, you know, New Jersey's. You know, all these little factors, you know, can juice you up as a player. Um you know, so I mean, I, I mean, I think we're gonna win. I think we've turned some things around. We've made some corrections. Score. Um, you know, I feel like defense. You know, for the most part, is you know holding their own. Yeah. And um, if we just get the offense kind of to, you know, get some of the weight off of the defense's back, um, then I think we'll have a pretty good game. And you know, don't beat ourselves. I'm going. You know, ECU about a twenty-eight to. 24. 28-24 on ESPN Thursday night. Man, people would be excited, Bryce, yeah. if that's... That'd uh, be a heck of a... 
if that were to happen. Bryce has been clamoring uh, for a watch party and an appearance on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Collins Show, and we're going to make that happen later this season. We're looking for uh, a road game, thinking FAU or UTSA. Yeah. And uh, and we're going to have you in here watching the game. We'd love to break it down with you. Uh, we had you for a baseball watch party. We did. That was fun. It was, until it got canceled. But, hey, <laughs> it was still fun. They canceled us. Uh, Bryce got canceled. Uh, but we're bringing him back out. We're, uh, we're giving him another shot. And uh, we're going to do that later on this year. All right. That about wraps it up here for a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. And I feel a sneeze coming. So, Bryce, I'm going to need you to wrap it up for me. All right. That's so long. Uh, Jeff Charles, take us home. (laughs) Wow, that was quick. (laughs) I was hoping for a little more. I forgot what you said. Thanks for listening. Did you say? I'm your host. Oh, that's right. I'm your host co-host Bryce Williams you got host uh, Clint Brock Shirley Rhodes Chandler Honeycutt thanks for having us and thanks for listening take us home Jeff Charles have a great night Eastern Carolina thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation